All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. Dante Cola Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Ha-ha. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 2, Episode 18. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Tommy, I'm happy to be back in the studio doing, doing this thing. As we do every week for all the loyals, it's it's turned into a uh, weekly thing. We've been straight sh- uh, recording uh, now through this entire season for eighteen weeks in a row. Yeah, we were thinking that uh, l- last year we missed a week here or there, but that was probably to actually go to a show and view a show, <laughs> and it might disrupt <laughs> disrupt the recording process or something. You know, but I was we haven't we don't have any of those problems right now. You know, the funny thing is, I, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Crystal this week. I usually like usually I am and. Uh, it's going to be a year coming up, either on the 17th or the 19th, that we went to our last show was Kiss here in town. Almost of this a, month of, of February. This month of February. Oh yeah, man. Oh, my God. That's the last thing we, that we actually ventured out to go. Yeah, thank God. It was a great one. You know, if we were, if we were going <laughs> to, if there was going to be no more shows after COVID, that was the if, one to go see. Way, if there's a way to go out, <laughs> that, <laughs> might as well do it. That's with, damn right. <laughs> your number one guy. Damn right. You know, that's what it's almost a year, man. That is not. I was watching in the news this week, uh, the local news here in Wichita, and they were interviewing like the owner of the Wave and some other folks here in town, and how they're going to start already trying because you know they, I believe, they lifted the restrictions on uh, opening hours for the COVID, opening and closing. Excuse me, I believe I'm not 100 percent sure. I didn't pay that okay. that that much attention. I'm to sure it, there's but. still some more laws to govern whatever people are doing yeah, and in the, their facilities at that time. You know, and I believe it was until midnight, if I remember correctly, and there was one of the club owners were saying, "No, no, you know, midnight is from midnight to two is where I make my most money." I turned to a wild and I said, "Yeah, because that's where the people are the most drunk, and they just keep ordering." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the way to do it. Yeah. So let's say make that revenue in. That's right. So yeah, so that's what they were saying. So I mean, there is, I guess, a light in the horizon. Okay. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. The here comes the sun (laughs) of rock and roll. Is it is it doing the light emitting at the end of a uh, hypodermic needle? (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) That was your week, man. Uh, Everything was okay. Yeah. Easy days here, hard days, other days. So you, it's, you never know what you're going to get. So it's know? a throw of El Daiso? Huh? Throw of El Daiso then. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's not too bad. That's the way I live. It was like, it was only one day that was really cold this week, I believe it was. Not even really cold, it was yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. wasn't that bad no. at all. But I think today, man, I think today, today we're supposed we're gonna to- Today we're going to get hit yeah. with some white stuff, aren't we? Uh, yeah, but I think it's like freezing northern, northern winds is what's going to get us. Oh, I don't like those. And the way they're, you know, obviously they're predicting doom for like two weeks, week and a half. 
<laughs> doom. Does doom mean well, we don't get above 21 degrees? Yeah, no, well, the <laughs> freezing right. freezing mark is 32, uh, you know? Uh, I know, I know. So it's yeah. like everything is a little slippery sliding in the morning, and hopefully there is no precipitation, even though we need it, you know, but still, you know, no, I don't think... I, I don't need it when yeah, it's no, like zero no, degrees. Yeah, yeah. We need it above 40. I think that's... Yeah. I could deal with that. That's pretty cool, sure. yeah, but that was going to go on. How was your week, Tommy? It was good, man. It wasn't bad at all. It was. You uh, had visitors come to I your did, house, man. Didn't you? Yeah, that's why we kind of like... Uh, Blasted through it really fast last Saturday morning. Cause Wait a minute, we did we did it really fast. I, I, thought, did, I, I thought it was still like a two hour episode. <laughs> I think I don't know. <laughs> I, it was close to it. Yeah, well, no, actually, did we pass it? Yeah, we were in the zone. Well, we didn't do we didn't do, we didn't we didn't do the motherfucking end of the week last week. So oh, yeah. so it would have been two and a half hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we held back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we didn't do the emails. Oh, by the way, oh, man, did, oh I, I saw Jay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay was leaving just I, as I was walking into the I, studio. I did. I got the. the you got, the, you got yeah, it. I got it. I got it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Oh, at was all. There, but is there volumes of things it's, to go through? It's. It's. It, well, it wasn't good for oh, me, no. but it was good for you. They, <laughs> what does that mean? They seem to like you. At least our audience what? thinks to like, yeah, oh, they like you a little no. bit better than me. I don't know what oh, it is. No, I might develop an ego. Well, I, you, forget I, forget I, this most you, humble. You might turn into El Grang. I might be the hum- most humblest guy. <laughs> I, you know, I'm incoherent. I'm, uh, You're incoherent. Yeah, with some bad stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Don't hate. Congratulate. <laughs> Come on the podcast or you do a podcast and invite me, tag me to listen to it. You Maybe all these emails came from our number one fan, like the guy on Facebook that always puts that little emoji uh, of uh, like if a, he, somebody sleeping. If he, if he had the time to create that many email accounts. <laughs> but either way, you know, send us an email at uh, Tommy and Adam Pod. At gmail.com, you're going to see it at the in some some way through the description of the podcast. So, yeah, send something nice and uh, stroke Tommy's ego. A little <laughs> no, bit. absolutely not. No, go, oh. go for it. You know, I mean, it's like it's not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be deterred. You know, how many, how many haters I've had in my life? Yeah, by the time, yeah, you know, when you're creative and artistic like I am, dude, you know, <laughs> that's just part of it. I can fight back with your I, art. Yeah, I, I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> I can, and I cannot assist you in that department. Hate. <laughs> All you want, you know, it is what it is. You fuel me. <laughs> no, but I was going to tell you real quick yesterday, man. Okay. Uh, I went down to the Dunkin' Donuts at, down at Derby, and man, All it right. was a really great service, man. What do you mean? In the morning, I mean, it was just one of those things that they were... It, it was, was a well-oiled machine. I guess so. And it was like there was this humongous uh, drive through line, and, okay. and I, I just needed a coffee. I just I had gotten out of the gym. And uh, I, I just let me go get some coffee, got some bagels and whatnot. Yeah. And um, dude, it was like the I want to say it was the manager. She was awesome, man. You know, she because uh, I I ordered it so I you know they didn't warm up the bagels or anything like that. I wanted to do it here mm-hmm. when I cooked my breakfast and all that. She's okay. like, oh yeah, I have it, I have them sliced and I put some little you know knives in there for you. And I was like, oh that's what I'm talking about. Mm. You know, I said that's awesome. So you get a, get a chance to. Or you're in the Derby area. Check it out, man. The Derby Duncan. Yeah, even though I think all the Duncans, for the most part, here in town do a good job. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Just to let you know, man. All right. You know, especially in an age where, you know, where fast food and all that's going to shit, man. You know, especially, <laughs> you like, McDonald's. Jeez, man. They keep adding new menu items, though. Yeah, I know. It's things that nobody really wants. The food's not the problem. It's the... <laughs> it's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's getting the, through to the yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's getting through those knuckleheads, not, not mentally man. capable you, people. At the I window. don't know what the deal is. They're students. What the heck is going on? They have no desire to actually do 
what the job requires. You know, apparently. I'm going I'm to tell you what, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy that usually, you know, if you're going to go through a drive through or whatever, you're hungry, right? Sure. I'm a guy who, if number one, I'm not going to, I'm not one of those people that order whatever the hell I want it and how I want it. Normally, it's like whatever's on that item. You're very select. You're not very selective. No, nah, dude. It's like you know, it's yeah. I don't take any pickles off. I don't take. I don't add anything. I don't. You know, it's just that's the perfect customer. You don't cause any problems. That long line at Dunkin's that you had. If everybody was like you, they just get couple donuts in a bag on yeah. a couple donuts in a bag gone yeah it's like uh let me get a one boston cream but don't put no boston cream in it <laughs> i want fresh cream <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, fr- just take the cream out of this one and put fresh cream in please As a matter of fact just i don't like any cream at all <laughs> you're creaming me you're stunning this cream <laughs> if you know let's be frank if they freak up this order you know what i'm saying and you'd think that McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts are kind of on the same level, but the service apparently at Dunkin' Donuts is far exceeding. I mean, I don't know, man. Have, have you noticed that though? Yeah, I mean, I I have, but I've I'm just numb to it. I just I expect it now. I expect like poor service or poor interaction with whoever I'm dealing with at the counter, at the window, or over the speaker, or whatever. So you know, like I open up the bag, and you know, I had a quarter pounder with cheese, right? Whatever. Perfect. Pull it out, boom, and it's, you know, a Big Mac or something. It's like, what the hell? Mm, but, yeah. you know, my, my mouth and my mind, everything of my entire being was in the mood for that, you know, that quarter pounder with cheese. And also, not two all beef patties, special sauce, yeah, lettuce, cheese, yeah, pickled onions on yeah, a sesame seed bun. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> and I'm the guy, like I said, I don't go back, man. It's like, you know what? I just keep going, you know? Yeah. My, not with a wilder, the wilder makes me drive. Oh. She's on there, dude. She makes me drive back, dude. That's the worst. That's the and it is bad because I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. You know, See, I don't. I never send anything back because like oh. when I go, to I the, hate returning shit. When I used to go to the restaurants and things, I would get my food and there would be like I could see a hair and the hair is going draped that, across. That's just nasty. Listen, that's just nasty. I dude. try to distract the wife. I say, look over there, and I <laughs> and I just take it off. It's like. Nothing's wrong. Nothing happened over here. Even in the it's co- fine. Even in the COVID area, come it's on. fine. No way. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're just wrong. Whoa! And now we're talking about ice cream. <laughs> oh, Adam. Good morning again, buddy. Hey. Today is February the sixth, twenty twenty-one. Adam. Yeah, yeah, it is. A very cool morning. I guess it's already started. Uh, yeah. Cool as in the weather, not as, you know, because we're always cool. The Tommy Adam Hard Podcast <laughs> available on Spotify and your favorites, DSP. Today's National Frozen Yogurt Day, Adam. Really? That mm-hmm. seems odd that they would choose early February I know. for a frozen yogurt day. Why wouldn't they pick one of those summer days where that refreshing little cup of frozen yogurt would just be like the thing that would just make the day so much better? Jeez, this is the Pinkberry jingle, by the way, by, by Leda Tigra. Lady Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that she she was the one that used to have that hit. Uh, I like boys with boom cars or gar- cars that go boom. Oh, you never went to the club scene. So. No, I didn't go to the club scene. <laughs> she was she was in that in the into the boys with the cars that go boom. So we don't have any Pinkberry around here. I don't believe. Do we? I think Pinkberry is California. I yeah, probably. More than likely, there they can enjoy ice it's cream. Very popular, I hear. It's probably one of those places where you go in and you have the little pull handles. And you, you pick out your particular type of frozen yogurt, and then you get to throw on all the little chips and jimmies and nuts and all the stuff onto your pink. Uh, nuts? Uh, nuts again? <laughs> My nuts! <laughs> My nuts! No, no, no. Let's, let's just stop that. Last week, if we went really long on that. 
So yeah, those 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 we those, have. A that's f- probably what it was. We have a few of those, but not Pinkberry here. You no. know, we have a few of them local. I believe there was one called the Froggies, or it was. <laughs> I don't remember the Froggies. It was it was like a frog kind of. Oh. Was it a frog? Who was the uh, the mascot? Anyway, he was out there. I want to say that place was uh, on Greenwich and Central. Okay, all right. I believe it's now a... Uh, but it's the same kind like, of setup, right? You have like a whole little bar of yeah, things yeah, you yeah. can top it with. Mm-hmm. Gummy gummy, this and that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frozen yogurt, you know, so you could go pay $17 for three ounces of yeah, frozen you gotta put, yogurt. You got to put whatever you put in that cup on a scale. Yeah. And then get shamed. Like, huh. Or pay that's yeah. eleven dollars and thirty five cents or, worth of or do the yes. one or do the one sixty nine for two scoops special out of Brahms, which is which you know. Mm, <laughs> I'll do the Brahms I'm all gonna day. I'm gonna drive up a half a block more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't like these. She did. She liked these frozen yogurt places. I I wasn't too thrilled about them. I mean, they had some some places that were like the strawberry banana kind of flavor mixed in in there, but I always found it a little sugary too much for me. And the supposedly the you know, like it, it's it's uh, it, this is a, a a sweet frozen dessert that has gone from fat status to staple in the freezer for some reason, hmm. and that's why they're celebrating today. You know, sales are increasing every year as people want healthier alternatives to ice cream. Is people, that really people are trying re- to make you think that it's the healthy option? It, that's what I'm saying. But I think it's pretty much jam packed with is sugar it, is it the and same that, sugar content. I think so. I mean, I would think so. You know, and then obviously the the. It says here the explosion of favors and topping choices are just out of out of control. Yeah, and when you top it with all these gummy bears and ladle on like chocolate scoops, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you're just adding calories to everything. You're, yeah, you're having you're having the equivalent of a Thanksgiving meal. You know, it's the same. You know, it's crazy. So, it's, anyways, this dude called H.P. Hood developed the first uh, frozen yogurt in 1970, dude, right here in the good old U.S. of A. Mm. So yeah, he's the dude. And anyway. Uh, he called it Frogurt. Oh. So that's what he came up with. So anyway, there's a bunch of bullshit here. Yada, yada, yada. Keeps going. And then uh, it had died down a little bit. You know, once it was uh, it was kind of like questioned, is it really healthy? Mm. You know, then it made us yeah. come back. And then, you know, it, and then uh, I would imagine, it's, uh, I'm going to read actually here. I think it was the, uh, yeah, the hipsters made it uh Made it cool again, so it was cool to go and pay those seventeen dollars for you know two ounces of uh, of frozen yogurt. Back in the nineties, Seinfeld was really popular, and there was an episode of Seinfeld where there was this frozen yogurt shop in that they everybody was loving. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's, there's no fat. There's no fat in this frozen yogurt." Okay, frozen I, yogurt. I think I remember that one. I did. I think I <laughs> and, saw that one. And yeah. everybody's piling into this place, and then Jerry can't button his top button on his pants and. <laughs> And uh, Newman's all pissed off because Jerry's trying to get him shut down because he had a sample taken and got tested. And, oh, there's fat in here. You're lying. You're giving us a bad product. I I do remember that. I do remember. Anyway, how you celebrate it is you go and uh, check to try to make your own recipes and try to make them. And if all that fails, just run to like one of these places and then take a picture of it. (laughs) Wait a minute. You're trying to make frozen yogurt at your house? That's what it says. That's how you celebrate it. I'm just going how you're supposed to celebrate it. You know it's going to be an inferior product. But, you you know, there's people that think they're foodies, that they could do like whatever is on TV, they could go ahead and try to turn around and do it on their own. You know that's how it works. If that doesn't work, like (laughs) I said, you run out to one of these frozen yogurt places. You take a picture of it, uh, Adam, and what do you do? <laughs> you hashtag it, and you throw it on your gram. <laughs> with, with National Frozen Yogurt Day. Isn't that, isn't that a bitch? It's also National Chopsticks Day, by the way. So, Adam, that doesn't go together can you, can either. Can you eat the frozen yogurt mm. with the chopsticks? I think, technically, 
you should be able to pick up like those pieces of candy. If you get like uh, a wedge of like an almond, right? And you pick right, up an almond, right, right. you use can kind of use it as a shovel. Oh, okay, yeah, like a sleigh. <laughs> On the chopsticks. <laughs> then you have to balance it into your mouth. And try to pick up try that, to try to pick up some sprinkles as you're going so they'll all stick that, to it. All that intricate use of the uh, chopsticks might just burn a couple extra calories. <laughs> so it's just keeping you healthy. On your wrist. <laughs> your wrist your wrist and your hand. <laughs> but you won't get you will get ice creamed. <laughs> you'll get you'll get frozen yogurt. <laughs> Cream uh oh, there's an alarm going off, Adam. Oh no. Today is Adam. This section in history. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, this is courtesy of, this information is courtesy of history.com. Hmm, I wonder who's that on the and base. This is, <laughs> this is Torpedo Girl by Kiss. Oh, we started early today, man. <laughs> but I'm sitting down for this. We're just starting this off, so yeah. You sent me that uh, email with those those crooked letter S's on, on Kiss here, so you want to put Kiss in here as much as possible. <laughs> you're on it. You're on it, man. You're on it. You're on it. But it's uh, 1917, Adam. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was Gene around in 1917? <laughs> this is Torpedo Girl, I think, is off of Hotter Than Hell. I'm not sure, so they'll know. Hotter Than Hell did not come out in 1917, by the way. But no, on February 6th. It's like unmasked, actually. It was unmasked. Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I was in the zone. It was a Kiss album, it's either way. Kiss album. <laughs> that is the zone. Oh, uh, February the 6th, 1917, Adam. Yes. Just three days after President Woodrow Wilson's speech, that was on February the 3rd, by the way, mm-hmm. in which he broke diplomatic relations with Germany the first time, right, in the First World sure. War. And warned that war would follow if American interests at sea were again assaulted. Guess what happened? Oh, no. Yeah? Just, what happened? Just like that alarm and those, tor- those torpedoes, torpedoes were going off, a German submarine torpedoes and sinks the anchor line passenger steamer California off the Irish coast, dude. Dude, this is terrible. Why, why, would, why do they do this? What, what what did they get out of this? Well, they... They, they brought uh, in extra people. They were already doing their fighting, right? They're mm-hmm. doing the European stuff. They were, yeah, they were trying to, you know, they were trying to conquer Europe the first time, yeah. We were we were supplying, I guess, the people in opposition to the Germans. Mm-hmm. So, like we always do. Okay. All right, right. So they're right. just breaking the supply lines, this what they is, were doing. This is the first time that you would have thought they learned their lesson the first time, but they did not. Mm. They just, you know, shame on them. Yeah. That's history, not me, by the way. <laughs> The SS California departed New York uh, a week before uh, on its on its way to Glasgow, Scotland. It had 205 passengers aboard, dude. Hmm. Anyway, when uh, it hit, it was right off the coast of uh, Ireland, and uh, the the captain spotted the U-boat. Okay, had his gunner point towards the U-boat, but didn't fire. Next thing you know, so what type what type of ship was this again? This this California. This is this was a steam liner, passenger steam liner. This was a passenger. So boat. what gunner does he have on there? He has, I, he has I, a gun. He must have had a gun for whatever uh-huh. reasons, yeah. You know? So anyway, he okay. spots it, unprovoked. They went shoot the torpedoes, yeah. uh, and the torpedo hits immediately the starboard side and kills instantly four people that were right there. And then uh, anyway, when everything all is all is said is done, 
38 people drowned after the initial explosion. For a total of 43 dead, the rest survived. Damn. So that's what happens. It's just like, I, I don't get, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, I get it that countries have to fight in war. I mean, but this is, these are, these are completely innocent people. And, and not even a combative vehicle, yeah. you know, it's just like a, a person transport. <laughs> this is like yeah, just this, a passenger this, liner. You know, there may, they, I mean, I mean, who knows? There might have been a spy or two on there ready to go to Europe. I don't know. I don't have no idea what they're. But you said they had some sort of a rail gun on there. So, yeah, well, I mean, they were just getting over you. It's, it's, it's dangerous times. Yeah, I guess. You have to go and you go prepared. You know, this is what? This is America. This is all about guns here, baby. This is 1917. <laughs> it's no different from today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, the boss, Adam. Oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen with The Streets of Philadelphia. What a great song this is, man. I like that one. I like the movie. Did you see the movie? This is the actual Philadelphia movie, the Tom Hanks, yeah. Denzel Washington picture. Yeah. Yeah. It was with really Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah. He was the love interest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought it was a very poignant movie. I thought it made a very cool uh, point. Mm-hmm. And not cool that about the death of AIDS, but bringing awareness of what these guys were going through. This was the beginning of Tom Hanks as being like a great actor, right? Was, was this his first Oscar? I believe so. Let me think. I know it was super convincing. The makeup was on it was insane. Yeah. You know, they had him, you know, he lost, you know, even though he had lost a lot of weight as well for the, uh, what was it? The Castaway, Castaway movie. So, so yeah, you know, this is where Tom Hanks as well as... Those actors that just you know immerse themselves in the paper. Anyway, but it is um, obviously uh, HIV related. The movie wasn't this news mm-hmm. in sports today, Adam. In 1993, in sports is uh, courtesy of uh, on this day uh, slash uh, sports dot com and also on history okay. dot com slash sports. So uh, 1993, Adam, February the sixth, 1993. Mm-hmm. Tennis champion, groundbreaking athlete, and social activist. Mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur Ashe. Ash. Yeah. The only, by the way, we are in uh, African American month. Mm-hmm. So uh, the only African American man to win Wilmington and the US and Australia opens dies of complications from AIDS at, from AIDS at age 49 in New York City, man, 1993. Age 49? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was an older man, actually. Wow. Yep. Activist, like I said, uh, he was a broadcaster as well. I can't think. He was of, an author, wrote a book. I can't think of a lot of other black male tennis players. Mm-mm. I mean, you got the Williams sisters on the female side. Yes. But I don't know. I Deserving of boings. <laughs> I, can't, I can't recall other prominent black... Huh. Ah, uh, they got that one. Well, not males. I don't. Yeah, males. Don't, it's males. Male. Is what I'm talking about. I know the females. I know that one girl. She's half Japanese, half black. I think she's out of Florida. Maybe a couple mm. years ago, beat one of the mm. Williams sisters. I don't know who it was. I don't know who was it. Was yeah, I, don't, I have no idea who it was. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, I haven't seen it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a tennis ambassador. He was a big deal. It was, you know, it was very well known. It was believed that he contracted. The HIV virus uh, from a tainted blood transfusion following an open heart surgery in 1983. Mm. Ash kept his medical condition private until April of 1992. So only about what, maybe year and some change. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And mm. then when a newspaper informed him of, of informed him of their intention to run an article about his illness. 
At this point, he says, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to preempt you. Bam. Yeah, I'm going to tell my own story. Yeah, you guys are forcing me. But at the same time, he did like everything else yeah. in his life. He went ahead and uh, he went ahead and uh, turned it into this whole crusade of, you know, awareness and everything else. And, you know, I believe, I don't know, I don't know what year that, uh, this is about the time that uh, Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. was. Uh, you said this was like 93 or something? What, what was the year? 93? He died in 1994. Four. Hmm. So, yeah, no, no, excuse me, excuse me, uh, a 93, yeah, so it wasn't, I was thinking it was 1994, it's 1993, I said that before, so yeah, mm-hmm. so it was only about maybe eight, nine months is where he crusaded for it, yeah. and that, Adam, was today in sports history. Today, 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 today. Notice my stance. I got it already. Yeah, I know. You widen the stance. You need Hand in the air. Power metal stance going on. <laughs> Actually, I know to play this one, too. Ooh. And we got to hear that one. It's pretty good. One of my first ones I learned how to play. It's so easy. <laughs> whole lot of love. That's right. Led Zeppelin. Yes. We're... What were the chances the encyclopedia of Led Zeppelin of the show would know that? So <laughs> yeah. a bit of a softball right there. <laughs> uh, 1970 Adam, today in rock history, baby. Okay. This is courtesy of history.com, todayinmusic.com, song facts, okay. slash history.com, baby. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of love, 31 January 1970, reaches... Check this out. I think you know this already, though. Okay. Reaches number four. Number four? In the U.S. Did you know that? You know <laughs> yeah, that? it was number four. Oh, that's awesome. That, I was, the, that was their peak. Number I, went, four. I went too far then. I, I had to go a little bit slower, Adam. <laughs> the highest Led Zeppelin. Yes. Keep, why, don't you just, why don't you just keep saying the rest of it? What do you mean? Just the highest charting uh, Led Zeppelin <laughs> single, which, yes, which yes. they didn't make a lot of singles. They, they did it in the first, like in this album, and they'd always have like one kind of per album that they'd throw out there. Stairway to Heaven, the very famous song, was never released as a single. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. Oh. It's like you have laser eyes. <laughs> Keep going. No, Keep going. Why I mean, did, I, mean I don't have anything waste? else. I get here. I am. I'm, I'm an insane Kiss fan. I get the albums wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> and here you're slaying all this on me. But you have you have decades of material to go through. I have like this really short window of time. I've got so like I've got small like 68. Catalogs. I got 68 to like 1980, <laughs> like and that's you. that's all I got to worry about. That little little. <laughs> What, what else you got on there, Tommy? Man, the following day, Led Zeppelin 2 mm. was in the top 20 on yeah. both the UK and US album charts, man. Yeah. After peaking number one, at least the album peaked number one. Yes, yes. The album went on to spend how many weeks on the chart? Mm. 138, 138 mm. weeks. It's a pretty good run. Zeppelin Deuce. Pretty good run. If you're a rock and roll fan and you do not have Led Zeppelin 2, number one, shame on you. That is a That's big hole in your one. game. That's a big one. That's a big one. And number two, run out and download it, get it, whatever it may be. <laughs> I recommend you get a nice uh, remastered CD of it. Yeah, that would be the best. That way you can roll over the MP3s into your players. That's you, the best. If, if you don't do, I mean, like if you're still like me, I'm still I'm still fighting against Google Google Music or what is it, YouTube music? It's on principle, though, right? They've wronged you, and you're not going to back down. Well, I won't back down. 
Little by little, though. <laughs> little by little, Albert. I want to tell you right now, Adam. Little by little, buddy. Yes. I am getting to uh, like playing my library. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There's that, not a treat. That's a. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. That's great. I mean, it's like, what was it? I was working out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And I, I played like, I was like doing a little cardio like for 45 minutes. I heard like three songs. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not what? too bad. Yeah. Are you kidding? It's better than zero. You're suffering. <laughs> you got to do something about this. <laughs> well, I got the why podcast. Why don't you get the, pot, the uh, Spotify subscription thing and you can just. It's the same thing, dude. It's these these algorithms or whatever it is. This is all about control, man. So are you working all, out? All are you on treadmill or whatever uh, for 45 minutes and you heard 13 minutes of song? That was it. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe it just. It knows, oh, he's focused right now. And then, oh, he needs a little extra push. So now I could break, yeah. I could uh, break down yeah. and go into the regular side, which is whatever it's called, uh, YT something, whatever it is, right? And then I could select one song. Okay. And it'll play, you know, go into the next kind of same genre kind of song. Okay. Like, so, like, like a Pandora type thing. A yeah, Pandora exactly. would just play and that kind every, of genre. Yeah, and then every once in a while a little commercial will come on or whatever. Oh fuck that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So but no, no, no. It's it's I've played. This the is library. your catalog. These are your I, yes, songs. That's you what I'm saying. To to, I don't hear this. Con- it's all about control and selling. I'm telling you, this is the way these things are set up. It's like you could you look know, so you could play uh you know, a Van Halen song. Yeah. And you're going to get something from that era. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get some UFO. You'll get something that'll be, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. But it's what they want. It's not what you want, you know? Mm. And me, and you know, my player, man, it just doesn't have heavy metal and hard rock. It has different kind of tunes. You know, it has Spanish tunes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can you imagine to just confuse the hell out of them, you know? <laughs> let's just, let's see if we could break down this computer that's, that's ever, you know, intruding. And so, I mean, I'm going to try, actually, I'm going to try with a whole lot of love this week. Okay. And see what else pops up. That let's see if it plays anything from 1970. So it's gonna be whatever. Uh, what is it? Jesus? Maybe, maybe the Carpenters will come on. Yeah. That, oh right? shit! Then I'll, I'll I'll fling that damn phone. You know, <laughs> straight up. There is just no way that's gonna happen. Anyway, yeah. 1970. Wow. You remember this, Tommy? The Midnight Special, baby. As sung by Johnny Rivers. 1973 Adam. Okay. 1973 Adam didn't exist. (laughs) You're right. I did not. (laughs) You weren't in your trailer yet. (laughs) I was soon to arrive, though. Soon to arrive. Yeah, you were pretty close. Yeah, Yeah. February. By the way, man. Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 Happy Happy birthday, dude. That was last week. Yeah, that was last week. You're lucky we were we were we were uh, we were chock a block we were, full. We had Eddie Van Halen. Oh, we were remembering, man. you know, it was a whole thing. We didn't you need know, to add another an extra, a, oh, a, a fifth birthday. It just didn't need to. Happen. Anyway, here is the deal. So we we were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, thirty minutes already. We haven't got even. We haven't done nothing this week. Uh, a willa says to me, I don't know about. Is this a willa got up and she started making breakfast for everybody who's at the house. You know, uh, Jeremy was going to come over eventually. My nephew was downstairs sleeping with his family. And my other one was flying in that afternoon. So Wilda was very busy, mm-hmm. you know, doing the Wilda hostess yeah. uh, action. You know, it's food galore, man. It was great. Yeah, sounds and, perfect. And, sh- and right when she's like either doing the bacon or whatever it was, she says, Tommy, did you see it was Adam's birthday on Facebook? And I said, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, dare me. I said, man. What do you mean? And then she says to me, 
you should have told me. I would have had something. I said, yeah, you would have had something at four o'clock in the morning. Sure. <laughs> but I actually, I thought that. I didn't say that. <laughs> you weren't going to come back with that reply? Oh, hell no. <laughs> There's no way. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you for anyway, the happy birthday, belated man. birthday. Hey, yeah, absolutely, man. Anyway, February the 2nd, uh, 1973, Adam. Yes. NBC debuts the Midnight Special, man, the rock and roll variety show, man. Okay. In response to ABC's popular In Concert series. Okay. You know who the first host was to that show? In Concert series? No. Or what? To the Midnight, Midnight Special. Special. No, I don't know. Helen Reddy. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am woman, hear me roar? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You would think that you would think that show would have really sucked wow. from the beginning but with, with Helen Reddy as the <laughs> Wow. No, man. No, no, no. Did no, she get no. like special like host privileges like she get to perform like every show or something no man it was she was just a host just a host yeah she was okay. just a host she was the host and uh actually i like the show i have some dvds of it around here somewhere really i really did yeah i think this who is, did you see on there that you really remember and really like i remember seeing kiss obviously i've seen i saw peter frampton on there i saw uh george clinton on there mm. let me see who else did i see on there fleetwood mac i saw them on there I saw Aerosmith on there. Well, that's a good one. I saw Tom Petty on there. There was hosts like uh like Dean Martin. Not Dean. Yeah, Dean Martin was a Dean host. Martin yeah. was on there? And the other the other the funny guy from Saturday Night Life, he was a host as well. Uh Billy Crystal was host in there. I mean, it was it was it was I thought it was a really cool show. I think actually, if I were to say anything, I would say that, you know, I was eight years old, nine, whatever I was. Uh, that's probably my first taste of really live music. And this than, aired at what time? Ah, man, really late. But like just on the weekend? Yeah, or just on, on the Friday weekend, night? Yeah, it was, a fr- it was a Saturday night, yeah. I thought it followed like the Tonight Show, no? No, dude, it was on a Saturday oh, night. Oh, Saturday yeah. night? Okay. That I remember, I probably saw a lot of it on, on reruns. Uh, I think Westwood picked it up for a little while because I got to see it in Puerto Rico, but really, really late. Okay. And uh, I, I, it was like, uh, I think this, if I were to tell you this is my first taste of uh, live music, you know, uh, kind of like other than, like was gonna, I was going to tell you, like other than than, than Elvis. Because you had seen, you know, when I was a kid, I got to see the Elvis specials from Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Or some, you Aloha know. Aloha from Hawaii. Yeah, stuff like that. 68 comeback special, do you remember that? Dude, I probably, you know, <laughs> I, was, I probably saw it on a rerun of some sort. All right. We also got to see a lot of the Beatles play stuff that was just live here and there. But, you know, I was a kid at the time, you know, you could tell it was right off the record. Some of the stuff, but not on not on the midnight special. Oh yeah, yeah. It was actually like, there was wow, actually real playing. This, is, this wow. is really cool, you know. So I guess that's one of my first my first. And then you know everybody's applauding, but it was if I remember correctly, people were sitting down during the performances. It was more like a television performance and television. Like if somebody goes and performs at like a late night thing, you know that everybody's kind of seated and controlled. Yeah, yeah. So Back in the early same it, early seventies, yeah. So I could see that, and the show lasted quite a bit. I mean, it was it was it was. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I'm gonna see if I could find that DVD so you could you could yeah, you could you could you could just bre- uh, uh just see what it was you, like. You never got to see never. any. I, you know what? I believe there was also a what is a Time Life deal that they were hawking on TV. Oh, they did like as a well. collection of like yeah, all I the believe performances. So yeah, there's a lot. That's what I'm saying. So it has a pretty extensive catalog. I mean, you know, it was the Crosby, Steels, and Nash. Did you have Ike and Tina do that? Probably, yeah. I, I mean, any of those Elton John, probably. You'd I'd have to go through it. I mean, right now, I don't want to Google this stuff since we don't have a, an executive producer in. You got in, 45 screens around you, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see? I finished up the. Yeah, yeah. I finished up. We have to get Tim on now. Now we got to figure out how to get. See, this is why I have this extra one the iPad. 
Oh, okay. So if we that's yeah, the communications that's, part that's no, gonna well, go. That's gonna I'm, the way I'm trying. <laughs> okay, this will be like the midnight special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be like the super AM special. But uh, yeah, you know, hopefully I could get it set up where the the thing is gonna be so so whoever we have, be it Tim or whoever that we're piping in, will be able he'll you know he or she'll be able to you know react. As, you know, just like if they're sitting here, like uh, you know, like that uh, the shell bot that from from uh from that show, uh, the Big Bang Theory, uh, where, where yeah. he was a robot, where something like that. Yeah, there's a screen that just kind of yeah, rolled yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Except we won't be no road. There'll be no road. <laughs> We're gonna try to hang it up somewhere so they can. And then I'm, yeah, I have to figure it out where because now I have I'm kind of partially covered on this on the uh, on the right side as well. He needs to be fit with some sort of a virtual reality thing <laughs> on his head, so when he, his head turns. That the screen actually turns. Well, he's an IT dude, so I'm sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's I'm got sure, the answers sure, already. Yeah, you know, Tim, just send us an email, dude, <laughs> or, or or send me a WhatsApp or a message, whatever it is, man. We got to get this set up, man. We've been talking about it, we haven't done it yet, so. And that, the but the way it's looking, we won't be doing any live shows for. I mean, I was looking at my pictures, Uh-oh. man. The other day, I saw, I was seeing like Steel Panther pictures, like. Oh. What a great time that was! I know man. there's some good pictures in there. Oh yeah, some excellent <laughs> pictures on that one. Yeah, but no, no, but yeah, yeah. Uh, to finish off, we really got off the midnight special. Uh, this is, you know, this is one like one of the first MTV kind of deals, you know, where you get to see it on TV okay. and and uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, in contrast to uh, Dick Clark's American Bandstand, I have a little yeah. note here sure. that you know this that would the show was completely lip synced, not this one. This was just, you know, this was completely. Uh, you know, El Livo. Lot. I like it. What do you got here? Woo! Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, oh wow. Beautiful. That's sounding. <laughs> that's live for sure. This is Sid Vicious with Born to Lose. Sid Vicious, <laughs> man. Jeez. He's born to lose this recording. <laughs> this is punk for real. This is what do you what do you know about punk, man? Not a whole lot. I'm telling I'm telling you the truth. Not a whole lot. You're not you know it's not you know. I mean I I can like some things about it. I mean some bands that trend to the punkish side, like Motorhead makes some songs that sound kind of punkish, loud and aggressive and short and to the point, and other bands like that but i'm not really a big fan of punk well sid vicious you know was the bass player of uh <clears throat> sex pistols the sex pistols yeah yeah so you know and and i don't know and this is you and i'm not a punk connoisseur as as uh, like you i, I have no <laughs> I, oh, okay. I, I know a little Same as I, I mean i'm not i'm not as got you uh, a punk connoisseur just like you got it that's what i meant to say <laughs> i want to i'm trying to be coherent <laughs> <laughs> screw you you're reading your press <laughs> <laughs> i'm not changing for you okay. suck wieners <laughs> you said we were going to bring up wieners this week oh okay there, there you go <laughs> these are not in a blanket <laughs> these are in undies <laughs> anyway yeah um, well, you know, like the, the, the little plastic yeah, bag. It's like, you know, you don't talk about it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sid Vicious, he embodied the... Uh, the punk's lifestyle. The, to the fullest. To the fullest, yeah. yeah. So in 1979, Adam. Yes. John Simone Ritchie, a.k.a. Sid Vicious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love leaving, I love la- I love laying these names out. Yeah. <laughs> 
John <laughs> Simone Ritchie. That's the guy's name. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, by this time he was already the former uh, bassist of the Notorious Sex Pistols. Oh, he was out. Yeah, yep. Yep. He died of a heroin heroin overdose in Greenwich Village, uh, hmm. New York City. There had been. Now check this out. This is how this guy embodies this. All right. Mm-hmm. There has been a party. There had been a party to celebrate Vicious's release on a $50,000 bail uh, pending his trial for the murder of his former girlfriend, Nancy Sputgen, Spungen, in uh, the previous October. Party guests said that Vicious had taken heroin at midnight. Mm. So um, so that was a movie, wasn't it? Sid and Nancy? Yeah, wasn't yeah. That it was, yep, movie? yep, 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 yep. That's right. Hmm. Uh, the day before, Vicious had been released on bail after attack, attacking Todd Smith. Uh, Patty Smith's brother uh, in some some band concert, I guess, locally there in New York. Okay. And then uh, some guy called John Linden stated that Mick Jagger was the one that put up the 50 Gs mm. to get Vicious out of uh, out of jail on bail. The autopsy confirmed that Vicious died. Check this out, man. Okay. From an accumulation of fluid in the lungs that were consistent with a heroin overdose. A syringe spoon, heroin residue were discovered near the body with... Anyway, yeah. So he immediately gets out on bail, and then he goes and scores a fix. That's right. <laughs> and dies. Isn't that nuts, man? Uh, it's like, what is going on with this dude? <clears throat> you think uh, Mick feels any remorse about getting him out of jail? Because maybe, maybe he would have maybe would have lived another day or two. Well, I don't know. Fifty G's for Mick mm, or nothing. I, w- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean about I don't, the, about, I don't. about getting the guy out of prison and then or in jail and then he goes and shoots up and dies. Do you think he would feel on bad his watch? about that? Do I you think know. it's not really his responsibility? Yeah, I, I mean, guess, he, but... he made adult choices, dude. Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line. You know, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not a big the the story itself. The the uh, the legend that goes around, the kind of the aura that goes around, said Vicious. He's kind of like like the version of the Guadalupe, but of the of the of the uh, well, the he, punk scene. The you know only, what I'm saying? The yeah. only reason why he maintains that sort of aura is because you are you got you burn bright and then you you fizzle out and you die young. And he and he died at That's 20, what it. did I tell you? Was he's 22 years old when he died? 22? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. That's right, dude. Everybody dies at 27, I think. I know. He beat everybody. He trumped them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcasts. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. What do you got for me, Adam? What do you got? What do you got? I don't know. What do we have? <laughs> this is off a hotter from hell. <laughs> Are you sure? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't want to. Love gun. <laughs> Actually, this is the live version off of Kiss Alive. Oh, excellent. <laughs> no, this is off of Hotter Than Hell. Oh, originally, yes. Woo! Man. Oh, just, this is, you know, no, 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 good let's, stuff. let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Watching you, man. I love this. Listen to this part. Listen to this part. <laughs> People are going, like, what the hell? <laughs> Guess who is watching, Adam? 
don't know. What are oh, we watching? Check this out. 1974. February the 5th in 1974, Adam. Okay. The first Kiss Assault launched upon a greater audience, i.e. their very first tour started February 5th, 1974 in Al- Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, of all places. At the Jubilee Auditorium, Auditorium opening act, and it's not clear who the hell they opened for, but I believe it's, it was Blue Oyster Cult, if I remember. Mm. Uh, if I remember Kiss Lore correctly. Wow. So in a recent episode, you talked about their first show ever in New York, right? And they played those few dates in New York, and they, they had nobody in the, in the crowd. And they built it up to where nobody could even get inside. After the third show. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're so magnetic and everybody had to come and see the show. It was in Queens. All the bridges were backed up. It was crazy. And that was also in 74. So this was just a few days later and they were taken and... Off on the first tour. That's right. Woo. Now check this out. Yeah, you know I was gonna put. A, I was gonna get a quote out here. Okay. Okay. This, got is, to. this is Gene Simmons' quote. So bear with me because it's pretty long. <laughs> 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 no, but it gives you a taste of you know of what the maybe what was going on. You know, according to Gene, and you know Gene's not a uh, teetotaler, so you know he he uh, is a teetotaler. Right? He, is it the person who doesn't do it? Yeah, he's a teetotaler. He's a teetotaler. Yeah, excuse yeah. me, I got it. I got that wrong. But you, thank you for correcting me. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> I didn't want you to put put Gene's business out there like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Being in Kiss in the very first year of touring around the United States, we felt like we were taking off. Mm-hmm. It was like somebody pushing you into the deep end of the pool and you can't swim. Okay. <laughs> the D- early, disconcerting. The early years of Kiss were far from glamorous. We rode in a station wagon hundreds of miles every day. We would take turns driving and sleeping in the back. We ate burgers at roadside taverns. We stopped and peed on the side of long stretches of highway when we couldn't find the town anywhere near. We ate beans and franks because we couldn't afford better food. And we were on an $85 a week salary. Becoming a rock star was better than anything and beyond anything I ever imagined. But there were moments of doubt for me. But we were going to make it. Gene Simmons, big man. <laughs> Listen to that. That's motivational. So yeah, this eighty-five dollars a week. Eighty-five dollars mm. a week. And not only that, you know, you're uh, eighty-five dollars a week, and this is not, you know, this is not the uh, the American Idol days per man. Is it per man? That wasn't. I wasn't too sure was about gonna, that. I was gonna hope it's not, it's not shared. In, not, in, four ni- guys. in 1974, I would probably say yeah, per man. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> I would hope so too. You know, but it goes to show you this is not the American Idol kind of you know time. This is where these musicians are talking about you know that uh, you have to pay your dues, and this is what's it all about. You so, have to get out there and expose so, yourself. So yeah, so all these assholes that say, hey, you know, uh, that, how these guys are arrogant. Look at you know Gene Simmons, but you know, dude, this guy comes from nothing, was nothing, and they believe themselves. You know, that's why, like I've told you, I, I've told you this before. That's why I believe in you know. In the in the Kiss Credo, which is basically, I may not be, you know, the hottest band in the world, but I'm going to tell you I'm the hottest mm. band in the world, and I'm going to eventually make you believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it enough. And on that note, you are listening to the greatest podcast ever, <laughs> ever in the land of ever, 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 ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Adam? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, the wild thing. That's what I do know. <laughs> Uh, quick side note, Adam. Tone yeah. Loke, baby. Tone Loke. Wild Thing by Tone Loke in 1989, actually February the 3rd, 1989, Adam, mm-hmm. becomes the first rap single certified platinum. 
with sales over one million. Wow. I, you know, you would think that the other ones were before him. This is 1989. 89? This is facts, though. Really? Yeah. I didn't bother going. I mean, no. I thought this was a cool song. Everybody knew the song, man. I can't remember. I don't know. My timelines are all messed up. But when did the 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 MC Hammer thing come out? Was, was that ninety? It was around was there, ninety ninety one. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's the Hammer Time and the yeah. Vanilla Ice stuff and the one with the big ass pants, the parachute pants, I believe it was. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. You right. know, you had everybody with those pants. <laughs> did you own a pair of those pants? There, <laughs> Do you think I did? <laughs> I can see you. I can see you, you know, no, in, working at, at uh, Little Caesars and <laughs> and doing the MC Hammer dance. And, at the end of the and, night, I had yeah. four, 45 pepperonis in those. <laughs> well, good for Tone Long, man. That's what I'm talking about. Shit. <laughs> 1989. We're going to play this one a little bit. A little bit. Turning into the punk show. <laughs> Speaking of punk, a lot of people don't know who this is, man, but they know who the dude singing is. Oh, who is the dude? This is Generation X to start off with. Yes. Billy Idol, man. Billy Idol. That's right. Really? His first. This is, you know, this is before Billy Idol showed up with the White Wedding. Mess. White Wedding. No. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Nineteen. Uh, excuse me, Adam. 1980, uh, excuse me, 1990. 1980. Yeah, it better be 1980. Billy Idol. No, no, this no, this is, now I'm totally confused. Oh, good. Is Billy Idol <laughs> came out in the 80s. This is a song, I believe, from the 70s, but the news I'm about to give you is from 1990. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is from the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. he was Billy Idol. I confused myself. I said, let me get a song that has nothing to do with the with the time period, which I usually do. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah when things are in 1917. <laughs> yeah. And I, we play a tor- the Kiss Torpedo song <laughs> off of a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured, let's go ahead. I mean, who in our audience can know really what Generation uh, Generation X is? I mean, I didn't know. You, you enlightened me on this fact. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, it, it's in my hole. The, it's the punk hole. The, the punk hole. <laughs> <laughs> is there pee there? <laughs> anyway, February 6th in 1990, Adam. Yeah. Billy Idol suffered a serious injuries uh, when he failed to pull up at a stop sign and crashes Harley Davidson into a car. Mm. And that's was he wearing a helmet? Did he have any protective leathers on? Uh, you're you're a rider. I can tell you this that after this, Billy Idol has come out with uh, like a cane is his deal. Oh no! <laughs> well, how well protected may have been. He was always in leather. I don't know. How many fractures at least on, did he suffer? At least on TV, he was always in leathers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hmm, that's a good question. But yeah, you're right. I am a writer. And uh, as a writer, yeah, you're supposed to be looking out for the car in front of you. Those, That's the easy one. The ones that are coming at you from the side and from behind are usually the ones yeah. that are going to create some kind of problem, especially the left turners. Anybody who's going to turn left, beware if you're coming on a motorcycle. Okay. You know? And you're you're behind them or what? When you're coming towards them and they're oh, gonna turn they're left. They're gonna turn left in front of you. That's right. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 
they don't they don't look at you as anything significant. So they're just oh, I can get cut in front of this guy, no problem. Well, exactly. Not only that, you know, you could be on a blind side of whoever you're coming behind. You know, my motorcycle mentors, mm-hmm. Nick and uh, Tim, two buddies of mine. You know, when I when I started my uh, my uh, career as a motorcycle rider. <laughs> <laughs> this career, yes, <laughs> that's right. I took it out this week, actually. Oh yeah, we had yeah, a really nice, a nice day, day, and you yeah. took it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that's another story. But yeah, <laughs> that you know, it's like uh, I remember Tim telling me clearly. You know, when I first started riding, he says, uh, "Tom, mm. remember this as you ride, and you'll never have a problem." And I said, "Sure, dude. What is it?" He says, "Everybody out there is trying to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> So you gotta look at everybody as a potential. (laughs) I'm like shit. He's just trying to commit homicide. He's like, let me make sure to take my anxiety pills before I leave the house. (laughs) This is supposed to be relaxing. You know what I'm saying? Do you know that you're like a paranoid person? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) That's what. That's probably we're laughing. Oh, oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, it was like uh, you're you're. uh, You know, he was telling me like. Also, Tim told me says, don't look at the people. Always look at the front wheels. If you see the front wheels turning, then there might be a problem mm. because they're rolling. You know, at that point, you know, you, you could do your evasive uh, maneuvers or whatever and uh, try to survive a hit. You know, you're, you're, or how many pounds the vehicle is going to weigh. It's going to be hitting you on my little, you know, 600-pound bike. I think I'm going to lose yeah. <laughs> unless I could pull off a Matrix but or you, something. But you could do something like uh, Terminator 2 and Arnold's like yeah. riding his Harley off of like bridges no. and <laughs> land, landing it and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, do a 100-foot landing. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Except I won't be landing on tires. <laughs> yeah, but turning left, dude, that's, you know, that's... uh. That's usually the most dangerous. Not be not like old Billy here. And, he was, and Billy, Billy just, slammed into the dude. Just plastered straight into. That's what the it guy. says here. Yeah, he says crashed his. He's crashed. He didn't slam. He crashed it. Mm. So yeah, yeah. But uh, and the thing is, I think about is personally, I think uh, that everybody's drunk or high <laughs> and, and trying to kill you, <laughs> or or, or they're a marijuana, or they took meth, or something. Yeah, and they're driving. You know, maybe the fact that they're so inebriated helps them not be able to kill you. <laughs> because they're just a little bit off. If they were sharp, they could probably kill you easily. You might see my bike on marketplace. I don't know without, after this conversation is like <laughs> you, oh, you brought you, this you, up. You know, and and another no, it was you that said you're a motorcycle rider. Oh, oh yeah, I did. So excuse me, you said that first. I'm paying attention today. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm trying to better myself on this podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Another pl- very dangerous, pl- and I'm and I'm not trying. I mean, I'm I'm a, you know I'm a fatty. I weigh what two seventy five, whatever it is. You know, I'm a big what? dude. I'm a big dude anyway. <laughs> I got a big belly. So, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. In 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 all seriousness, another thing that scares the hell out of me is people driving out of fast food, uh, out of fast food places, and they're trying to go on to let's say Rock Road or whatever. Because they got one hand in the fry That's bag right. and they're like not paying attention. Yeah, and the scary ones in the in the scary ones that are driving like in Moomoo's with seventeen kids behind them in a minivan and they're tossing back all this food and they're in, they're already you know ready to uh, vacuum up anything that's inside of that bag. So, <laughs> and, and for, let me tell you this right now, dude. Let me tell you this right now. <laughs> that's a nasty sight from a motorcycle, dude. It's like you can see him like whoa, not good. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming they're coming out that they're coming out that fast food joint like just just like this song is on turbo
Ooh. The priest, man. Yeah. Seems like we've been mentioning the priest for a while. Yeah, they seem to be in the hot rotation. That's right. <laughs> we must have got a lot of emails saying, more priests. Oh, I hope so. More priests. No, we didn't, we didn't, go, we didn't, <laughs> didn't you refer we, to no, the no, emails? No, 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 no. No, yeah, but there was no request on the email. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to really look at them. <laughs> I'd have to really care to look at them. <laughs> if you notice, I haven't sent, sent a lot of emails doing oh, this. Oh, yeah. Next, next week, it'll be like an email show. No, no, no. We won't oh. do that. What? Oh. <laughs> Judas Priest are at them. Turbo Lover. You know it, baby. That's right. Woo! February the 4th, 1980, uh, 1988, Adam. Okay. Judas Priest uh, lead singer Rob Halford. Rob Halford. Comes out as a gay dude on an interview on MTV. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Is that how you yeah. easy worded it? Hey, well, that doesn't I'm like a that. gay dude. So this now comes out as gay. That was gay, dude. <laughs> and he says, I feel this is the moment to discuss it, he says. A lot of homophobia still exists in the music world. Yeah. yeah definitely. And I thought definitely it was, in the genre know, that he resides in. When I was going through this week's history, mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of, you know, cool... Heavy metal stuff, as you can obviously tell by now. <laughs> you know, Billy Idol falling off of a, <laughs> crashing into a, <laughs> yeah. You know, and Wild Thing being, you know, a million of certified well, platinum. Well, you know what I'm saying? But this was, to me, this was super significant, you know? Especially, I remember, I remember, uh, was it that interview? Was it that interview or was it behind the music? This is 1988, you said? This is 1988. This is what it said here, yeah. That seems like it was early. February hmm. 6th. I thought it was a little bit later than that. I thought it was yeah, maybe too. No, no, excuse me. I got it wrong. You're right. You're right. It's 1998. I oh, there that. we go. That's what happens. When, that's Thank what you. I, that's what happened. <laughs> Let me see the other the other dates here. <laughs> oh, okay, we're good. We're good. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> 1998. That does, does sound yeah. right. There we go. There we go. Right there. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I'm a big Judas uh, Judas Priest fan, and I said, "Wow, shocked the hell out of me." And then did you go back to the sound catalog, the song catalog? No, and Turbo Lower scared the shit out of me too. Hello. <laughs> He's been telling us all along. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. So if if you were, I guess in a ways like if you listen to the Freddie Mercury interviews. And, you know, like a certain way that the uh, gay community would interact or be able to identify themselves when it was a way super uncool to be gay, like through either through the mustache or through the leather and lace, you know, because if, if I mean, you would think that the world would be keen to it because I think was it police academy that they went to the flying uh, the pink flamingo or something that and everybody was dressed like Rob Halford. No, wasn't it the blue blue the blue uh, lagoon the, or the something? Blue, I don't know the name of like the, the little bar was. I yeah, forgot, yeah. But it was so like a blue it, something. So you know you would think that mm, wait a minute whenever the hell you know police academy was. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, it was meant for comic relief though. Yeah, but it wasn't the, really a, that much acceptance. I but don't think. there's there's there was a cultural under underlining there that says hey this is the kind of community that that goes did you 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 did see the sopranos did you not i saw yeah most all of the sopranos did you I see when what was oh man i forgot the guy's the character's name and that's shame on me that he when he was one of the soprano captains was also gay and yeah, i forgot I is it was that. it Vinny? anyway and he went into a bar the same deal everybody was dressed up like you know rob halford oh yeah <laughs> so it's like oh, okay and by then but then by then it's already you know cat out of the bag and the mainstream knows about it and all this stuff but but I think that, you know, Rob Halford doing that, at least for heavy metal, was like, wow, that took a lot of balls. Oh, so, yeah. you know, Definitely. so it, that was, that's why it was very significant. And at the end of the day, we've said this a thousand times. It makes no difference on the type of music that, you know, it didn't mean that, OK, this is, you know, this would be very bigoted to say at this point, from this point on, I hate 
Judas Priest. Oh, by the way, I hate, you know, Screaming for Vengeance, Defenders of the Faith, <laughs> you know, and everything else, you know, up right. to, you know what I'm saying? Exciter, you know, Bridge Steel, Breaking the Law. Did those songs change at all? Yeah, did they change? Wait a minute, I'm really listening. You really you know, liked yeah, them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, in 1998, a lot of people already probably stopped smoking weed and maybe got their heads a little clearer and said, oh, I, I am now sitting in this church and I rebuke. <laughs> Well, in the, the first pe- place, they yeah. were not big fans of Judas Priest yeah. in the first place, and then <laughs> well, you add this as well. Yeah, so no, you're you know what I mean? Like, like the PMRC was right; they should have stayed on the filthy fifteen. <laughs> now, now I know what "eat me alive" means. <laughs> Shame on you, Rob Halford. <laughs> so you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. I mean, honestly, it's like who cares? It's your art that matters. You know, it's not like I know you personally. That's your life. Ain't got nothing to do with that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> he he kind of did some trailblazing at that time. Damn then. right. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, Adam. Well, what is this, Tommy? Oh, dude. Listen, listen. Check it out. Check it out. You're going to love it. 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 Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I love this song, man. Come on, you know what it is. Isn't this by Falco? No, no, that is, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Put the volume down. You're going to learn it now. Oh, my God. Oh, Rock, Rock give, me. Give, give a little bit more. Give a little bit more. A little more. bit more. It totally masterized that song. It yeah, made it did. super cool. <laughs> no, but Falco's version was pretty good. Right, right, right. That's Rock Me Amadeus. By who? This is Molotov, man. Molotov? Yeah. Wow. This is Mexican rock group Molotov, dude. Are they like a... From the land of the Aztecs, brother. Do they like cover... Listen, listen, rock? listen. Oh, man. I love this song, man. I really do. Man. There's this one part there that you gotta listen to. This. I don't know if you listen to it all the way, but there's this one part that the guitar goes into like a... Uh, like a screeching back and forth. You, well, anyway, you okay. whenever the you know when you go home today, just just we'll we'll all check it out this week. Rock me Amadeus, man, by Molotov, Molotov. It's, and you know in English it would be uh, Rock me Amadeus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for uh, for all intents and purposes, Rock me Amadeus. Okay. Molotov. Molotov. Yeah, just like Molotov cocktail. Okay. So yeah, so anyway, February 6, 1998, Australian singer Falco had nothing to do with Molotov. <laughs> I just didn't want to use his version. I wanted to use I wanted to use my... You have one a version that you really, really like, so you might as well. Yeah, just use yeah, that. I love this version of it. Geez. <laughs> I love it. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. You don't even want to get to the story. You don't no, want to keep no, listening right, to the song. Let's just let's go to the next song. No, no. <laughs> Australian singer Falco, Johan Halsell. Was killed. Uh, that's Falco's real name. Okay, right? I understand. Was killed in a road accident after his car collided with a bus. Man, man, a lot of accidents. That's this week. right, man. He was the original singer and creator of Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah, making him the first ever Austrian act to score a UK and mm. US number one singer. Austrian. Man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of not a lot of acts coming out of Austria. Nope, 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 nope. 
Maybe. You can you can name the big ones that have made it big in the states. You can Scorpions are Germans. Sure. You know that are really Austrians. Austrians kind of like you know separated. They they were first invaded. You know so <laughs> right. if we're gonna go back in history by Hitler and right. you know and his ilk, and then uh, I don't think Austria. I think mm, no, I think that's the only one that I know from Austria. Other than, you know, uh, th- does Arnold Schwarzenegger have a song? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if I look on, on iTunes, he'll have something well, on there. I, well, last week, the croissant, the croissant was made by an Austrian. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they also like doing winter schnitzels. <laughs> With mustard. <laughs> no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop me, stop me. You stop started me. this. Stop you me, started stop this. me, stop me, stop me, stop me. Okay. Falco passed away, man. Oh, that's uh, rock me this is very sad. Check out, check out Molotov. Forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beat. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Miss Nasty. This is Janet Jackson. Nasty. Bring it down, dude. That's enough. <laughs> you don't want to hear. <laughs> that I've heard this a thousand times. She wanted times. a beat. She wanted yeah, a little bit of beat right there. 2004, Adam. Uh-huh. February the 1st, 2004. Okay. Got it. I'm what gonna, happened? I'm going to tell you the title of this little clip in history. Clip? Nipplegate. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> JT and her on stage of Super Bowl 30. Nipplets. Nipplets gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cold in here, gate. <laughs> Bring. But she had the nipple adorned with a like a, it's a like ninja. a sun, like a sun looking thing or something around the nipple. A ninja star, is that what it is? She she gonna pull it out and actually <laughs> poke Justin Timberlake with it if she needed to. <laughs> Protection. <laughs> you cut your finger if you go. Well, to look what he the... did. He ripped off. Yeah. Uh, Exposed the whole breast, but he stopped at that point. He continued. <laughs> well, he was shocked by what he found underneath. <laughs> the guy you just mentioned, Justin Timberlake. Okay, yes, punctuates. Yes, punctuated. Says he punctuates <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show by tearing away part of Janet Jackson's costume, revealing her right breast, known as a wardrobe malfunction. Let me just shut up. Oh, sorry. Why don't you just go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. No, that's no, good. No, it did. It's, to, a, to a massive audience that quickly reaches for the TiVos for the replay. <laughs> <laughs> did I see what I just thought I saw? Did I just see nipplets? What's going on here? Where's the other one? <laughs> but this started like a whole bunch of uh, crackdowns on content, like even like radio content. And yep. you, couldn't, you couldn't get too crazy. Like Howard Stern had to be brought, reeled in and... All this extra regulation yeah, on things man, like this. It was like all the censorship was going on, man. Yeah. It's like, what the hell's going on? Well, you get like a show where 100 million people are watching and then a, a titty flops out. And you, I guess heads have to roll from that. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like in Europe, you know, it's like the, the discussion came up. Like in Europe, they show commercials with breasts and whatnot. They do? Yeah. Where? In Germany, in <laughs> Germany. and <laughs> Anyway, let's keep going here. Both <laughs> artists blame it. On a wardrobe malfunction, oh, like you just said. it was an accidental thing. Yeah, I believe I believe it. That was the phrase was coined at that point. Yeah, I, I've never heard of before. Yeah, so. 
but while Jackson gets blacklisted, Timberlake is welcomed back to the music industry and the NFL after a series of apologies. Yeah, didn't he come back to another halftime show? If you with ask somebody me, else? he was the one that should have been blacklisted. You know what I'm saying? He was the one that actually caused it. It's but not like it's not like Janet just ripped like out it, her own. It's not like it wasn't prepared. Look yeah, what she had course, adorned on was, there. Come man. on. It's like oh, you're you're getting dressed. Out. Like this is Janet getting dressed out. So looking at herself in the mirror. Mm, hasn't put on no bra yet. Right? She looks at it. She looks at her boobies. And says, uh, I think I'm just gonna put this ninja star right here today, <laughs> for no reason. Now nobody's gonna see it. But maybe just... she just didn't quite like the way her her breast looked at that time of that day. You know, she thought, well, I was just gonna flop out a plain old boob. But or, maybe I'll put this big old <laughs> nipple clamp thing with, with pointy things on. Or all over. at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the meeting. Okay, now check it out. <laughs> oh. They're at the uh, porch. They're discussing. This is the post. This is the pre-production meeting, right? Okay. So they have everybody in there, and they also have the uh, the makeup artist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the makeup artist is going at this point like, I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't know if we can get that. <laughs> I don't know if we can get that uh, to match your suit tonight. I think we just put this ninja star on here and call it a day. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just guessing. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just, you know, I'm just, we're just, well, we're just game playing this, There's right? probably more involved than just yeah, a yeah. malfunction. It's Super Bowl weekend. What are you going to tell me? This is, all this is happening. This is pre-Super Bowl, right? Everything's planned. Right. Mm-hmm. On February the 5th, Jackson's right breast became the most searched image in internet history, dude. Wow. Jackson breast was seen by millions on TV after, you know, Timberlake did his thing. Uh, search industry, search engines. I can't get it. My God. Search engines uh-huh. reported a big jump in servers for Janet Jackson and Super Bowl and nipple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's when the public started learning about keywords. <laughs> Maybe if I, <laughs> I don't want to look at Penny on Good Times. So hold on. <laughs> Let me get more specific. As with people turn to web images from the <laughs> We're never gonna grow up, Adam. <laughs> oh man. I might have already researched that this week. Oh <laughs> good luck. Out of the Beatles across the universe, dude. That's what this is. 2008, man. Last week, well, we took the the Beatles. Uh, was it last week or two weeks before? We took the Beatles course, the masters in in oh, Beatles. Yeah, somebody, somebody mentioned yeah, no, <laughs> college degree in now, Beatles. Now this day, no, no, this week is in 2008. So, the U.S. Space Agency NASA announced that across the universe, this song we're listening to right here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the Beatles was to become the first song ever. To be beamed directly into space, Adam. Really? Just mm-hmm. out for anybody to intercept? Is that how that works? That's what it says. The track would be transmitted through deep space network. Does that get beamed like broadcast like a shotgun blast? Like everywhere it just goes out? Or yes. is it like uh, like a laser beam? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you both. Mm. Oh, because I have no freaking idea, but I would imagine <laughs> <laughs> it's a network of antennas, so it either gets all blasted and then it gets uh, laser beamed out. Okay. Uh, a uh, Deep Space Network is what it's called. I think I said that already. A mm-hmm. network of antennas on the 40th anniversary of the song being recorded, Adam. Mm. Being aimed 
at the North Star Polaris. And it being beamed across the universe. 431 light years from the Earth, to be exact. Wow. I'm such a genius. I'm reading. <laughs> wow, that's insane. <laughs> and a message to NASA, Paul says, oh, it's an amazing feat. Maybe I'm amazing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that what he said? No. He didn't say that. He, he broke into song. He, he said, well done, NASA. <laughs> it looks great, guys. <laughs> Send my love to the aliens. All the best, Paul. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> beep. Beep. Oh, beep. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Do you think that uh, yes. if we're going to do or suffer an attack uh, like they did in the Independence Day? Okay, yeah. Do you think if they're out there, let's say, I don't know, some alien, you know, entity, like the ones that we read on... Uh, the weekly world news, right? Okay. Do you think that they'll stop and say, wait a minute, we love this song by across the universe. Let's stop. These guys are really, really advanced. That could be their first little hint at our culture. The music, the words, the the mood conveyed by the sound of these things, because they're not going to understand whatever we're broadcasting to them. That would yeah. be the first little inkling of like, oh, these these people are reasoned and they can they're well considered and they sent this to us do you think they would have that or they say these guys are so much of pussies let's just let's just go roll over these guys <laughs> i would have said uh if we'd have sent up some turbo lover maybe. Or, or born to lose helter <laughs> <laughs> skelter revolution <laughs> maybe that what the hell shit kind of bullshit is this across the universe <laughs> Like your Paul Marley goes, send the aliens my love. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, bullshit aliens. <laughs> 2012, Adam. You know what this is, baby. Give it some more. Hold like, on, let's hear this. Oh, yes, yeah, funky time. <laughs> That's what you wanted right there. Oh, Some man. soul yeah, train. Yeah, no shit, that picked me up, dude. After that, hearing that Beatles song across the universe, what kind of bullshit is that? I like that song, actually. <laughs> not, for, not for this, though. <laughs> no. Okay. Melissa Morgan. Yeah, man. This is the show, man. Yeah. This is the show. Lisa. It was on for years and years. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa and the Cold Jam was on. This one, you just, that was out here. That's right. That's, you know, Puerto Rican, too. <laughs> Lisa Lisa's is hot. <laughs> Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius, man. There he is right there, man. All right. Mr. Don Cornelius, man, the host of US TV's most coolest show for dance and popular music of the African American uh, community, Soul Train. Yeah. Uh, was uh, found non respondent in his home, dude. Oh, no. With From an apparent self inflicted gunshot what? wound. What? To the head, dude. He was 75 really? years old. Yeah. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah. Did he have some sort of a condition, a health condition that I don't want to deteriorate? Take me out right now? Mm, no, it doesn't say that here. Oh, my God. Yep. Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius, dude. Yeah. Killed himself. I, I, I kind of heard that, but I couldn't remember he had I killed himself. Know. Hmm. You know, that he died of cancer or something like that. Usually what they usually die of. You know, this guy had a super successful show. It ran from 1971 to 1993, dude. Soul Train was cool 
was solid gold cool? No, absolutely not. It was that just purely disco. It was no. I mean, they uh, uh, come on, feel the noise from Quiet Riot was played in solid gold. And oh, really? They, yeah, and they had the solid gold dancers dancing. Yeah, to I know it. they had solid gold dancers. So it was like, get the hell what? out of here with it. You just want to get there and slap <laughs> Kevin Dubrow. What the hell are you thinking? Are you crazy? Oh. I'm sure they enjoyed the solid gold dancers, you know. But Soul Train was on for multiple decades, wasn't it? Yeah, Didn't it run yeah, for like yeah. 20 years yeah, at yeah, least? Yeah. Says it's always. Uh, <laughs> let me try to let me try to uh, hold back a little bit on the story here because I don't want to mention any names unnecessarily. Mm. <laughs> but uh, Soul Train was the show, even for me that you know I liked hard rock and heavy metal. But that's where you would. Uh, <laughs> You go and you try to see on a Saturday uh, what what were the moves that were happening. So that evening, oh. you would try to emulate that a little bit oh. if you were out doing the clubbings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, there was a joint in uh, in uh, Fayetteville when I was a kid that was called the Firefly Lounge. So yeah, okay. that's where you used to go out there in Vietnam and uh-huh. try to you know you used to have your uh, yours. You're, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a gif of myself doing the uh, doing the Soul Train line. Oh. <laughs> that's always the that's always the biggie. <laughs> that's the one. That's the, yeah, I actually learned it. I actually learned it in Soul Train. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it always and I was always you know it always it always it always, it always, it always uh, you know was my go to going down the line. You only go down once. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta like gotta, you gotta push yourself in there to be able to do that. Sometimes the longest very the line is very very long. So sometimes like Billy yeah. Idol, you just crash in. Yeah, you just crash right in. So you go, <laughs> and you don't really look at that point. If you're up, if you're ready, and, and your your partner isn't ready, you just go, dude. You just do your thing. Oh, so mine consisted of this kind of like uh like this walk right skip, and then I drop, and I come back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you the gift. You know, <laughs> somebody made it for me from from my daughter's wedding. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it's you no, know, it's cool. You know, I think it's cool. You know, but uh-huh. yeah, you got to check it out. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. A few days later, after uh, Don Cornelius killed himself, a hundred dancers participate in a soul uh, soul train style dance in Times Square. So. In mm. honor of Don Cornelius. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever done the uh, Soul Train? <laughs> Not are you kidding? Come on. Who are you talking dude? to? No way. Hey, you're insane. I need to go talk. I don't even know I, what it looks like. I, 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 no I, to, I don't even know what I, it looks like. You're kidding me. I have no idea. You got to be kidding me. I'm not. I'm not lying. Have you been to a wedding? Are you going to stop the show right now and turn? Have, no, absolutely not. Absolutely on? not. No. <laughs> no, we can't do that. <laughs> we don't have time for that. We're already at like an hour and a half. Oh shit. <laughs> so no, no, no. I mean, right. You know, uh-huh. it's like these two lines. You know, just like a regular. You know, you remember the Indian run when you were when, oh, you, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you would run in uh, sure or whatever it's called now the Native and Native oh, American run like the back to front like you're in yeah. the back you sprint up to the front you sprint to then, the front yeah. gotcha 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 you got you haul fartleks. ass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing but backwards. So you're in the front and whatever whatever song is playing, you're you're it doesn't matter who the hell your your partner is at this point because they might get, you know, if you had your date there or whatever, uh-huh. they may get lost there. They may get lost in however they're set up on the okay. on the line. So then you come down and you kind of like do a dance. So everybody's or, in everybody's in a holding pattern behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the stage and you're doing so your thing. You're taking you're taking like it's I forget what it's like two steps aside. You clap, then you come back and you and then that's what everybody's doing in that line. Oh, okay. And then you come down the middle and you do your thing. 
<laughs> and your thing, your thing is not uh, like a formula. You you do whatever you want as your thing. Yeah, if you you, you got to break it down. You know, that's that's the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> you did the get low, get up, peekaboo. Yeah, type, yeah, yeah. Type I, did them. I think I'm gonna, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh when you see the game. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> Rest in peace, Don Cornelius, dude. All right. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, rock and roll, for saving me. <laughs> ACDC, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. Thank you, Mr. Adam. Woof. ACDC singer Brian Johnson Adam. Mm-hmm. Last week we discussed, uh, what was it? Uh, Scott? Uh, bon Scott. Bon Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join, <laughs> he's going to love this. He's going to love this. This is super funny. Join the growing group of critics of Bob Geldof and U2 singer Bono over their very public charity work. <laughs> 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 They're critical of their charity work. <laughs> this is 2010. So this is this is way before everybody put how great they were on Facebook. Okay, so maybe is where it's starting. Okay, Johnson said they should stop lecturing audiences about charity work and instead go and do their good deeds in private. Well, he's got a point. <laughs> I think that's biblical. I mean- <laughs> I mean, he makes some sense. I, I like that. Oh man, Johnson was quite a saying. Like, I gotta love this. You, you, you have to imagine it in the in the uh, Brian Johnson voice. You're the one who does voices here. You should have read mm. that. So you, you give it a give it a oh, shot. Give, oh, it, give it a shot. Give it a Brian shot. Brian right Johnson's there. voice. Yeah, yeah, try to give it a shot. Give Where are we shot. at? Here. You give it a shot. Give it a shot, man. That's when I was a working man, I can go to a concert for some bastard told down to me. Show me the think of some kid in Africa. Sorry, mate. Do it yourself. Spin time of money and get it done. Just makes me angry. Thank you, Adam. Uh, I don't know. You're close enough. For those who didn't understand, he was saying. When you start, when when I was a working man, says uh, Johnson. You say it so All clear. Right. It says... Oh, let me get back to the. Let me go back to my place here. I didn't want to go to a concert for some bastard to talk down to me. <laughs> that I should be thinking about some kid in Africa. <laughs> Bono has a good habit of telling us that we are shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't do enough. I'm sorry, mate. Do it yourself. Spend some money on your. Spend some of your own money and get it done. It just makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see All right, Adam. 2011, another Super Bowl tidbit today, man. Yes, yeah, Christina Aguilera. Yes, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Just forget that. Just put it down. We'll tell what happened. Christina Aguilera messes up the U.S. national anthem. Oh, no. What did she do? What did she, what did she mess up? <laughs> Is it to the party? Is it coming to the party? I don't know. Uh, she says, uh, instead of instead instead of or the rampants we watch, uh, we're so gallantly streaming. Aguilera sings, "What so proudly we watch at the twilight's last gleaming." You should say reaming. It says gleaming. Yeah, they just sound like reaming to me. I don't know what she was reaming that day. <laughs> Uh, Aguilera later said that her mistake. I can only hope that everyone could feel the love that I feel for my country and the true spirit of the anthem itself. 
Wow. <laughs> well, thank you that's, for your... That sounds like total bullshit. Thank yeah. you for your attempt. We oh appreciate that. Oh, my God. What was she thinking, dude? <laughs> like, didn't you rehearse it? Don't you lecture people all the time on whatever that show... <laughs> It's that time to kick back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast time machine. Open your mind and listen to the significant album. Who knows? You may even be delightfully wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts. Listen up. It's about to get real heavy. This is definitely the punk show, Adam. Oh, my God. I'm unprepared for this. Adam. Yes, Tommy. That is Green Day, baby. Yes, and we're talking about some Dookie. Dookie. (laughs) What a a, a great. Is this their initial album? This is their first album? This is uh, third. Oh, is it? Third. But. They're first on a major label. Okay. Either reprise or something. I got the CD around here somewhere. You got some Dookie around here? I got Dookie. <laughs> the unstinky kind. This was a yeah. huge album. They had a bunch, bunch of radio hits. Stuff that was just five constantly of them. Five on of them. the radio. Five of them. Mm. To be sure. 1994, man. Billy Joe Armstrong, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Dirt, along with Trey Cool. Oh, Trey Cool. Were the, were the trio that formed. Uh, Trey Cool wasn't the original drummer, though. Okay. You know, and this is, uh, let me see, if I remember correctly, I had just moved to Puerto Rico when this record came out. That's what I remember about it. Okay. So this is kind of like uh, a small punk era that came after their Nirvana craze. After, mm-hmm. so we're talking about, I want to say. Avril Lavigne came in during that time. Was it uh, was it some one eighty two, the Blink Blink one eighty two? Yeah, those some forty one. Some forty. Yeah, those guys. It was a brief period of that, you know. But being that that Green Day was kind of like the uh, the new punk, kind of the carries. I think it was classified as power punk. They're probably too popular to be considered punk. Once this album oh, came out. Oh, yeah, that out. once they came out. I mean, but if you listen to this album, you're going to see that there's a lot of punk records in there. I mean, it's just jam-packed of it. Yeah, as I was... Except l- for these couple ones that are a little bit more bluesy. Uh, like, When I Come Around, that's not a punk. Because the punk yeah. uh, the punk records, is like you said a little bit earlier, they're fast and they're furious. To that point, see, this, this uh, album, when I loaded it onto my device, it had 15 tracks on it. Total time, 38 minutes yeah. <laughs> for those 15 tracks. So, yeah, you know, and, and it's like, uh, you know, what makes punk? So, and, and again, you, you, if I'm wrong and I screw this up somehow, uh, you can send us an email to TommyAndAdamPod at gmail.com. So the timing for punk is a very, it's very simple timing. So it's like. Okay. Everything is built around that. 
I think that's a, I don't know, a 2 2 or 4. four. I can't remember anyway. That I can't part, but, but they're mainly built on three chords. And what? And for the people who don't know what three chord song, three chord song on, we're talking about the clash. We're talking about initial, initial police to get into the scene. We're talking about we talked about the Sex Pistols earlier. We're talking about the Ramones. We're talking about a Black Flag, the Meat mm. Puppets. You know, we're talking. You know, we're talking uh, 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 initial uh, pre Blondie. Mm. You know, this is all the punk scene that's going on between between mm. British. Uh, British music and our music here. So all these groups are influencing, you know, the the later punks because the punk really stayed underground once uh, once the kind of the 80s kicked in. There's there's one that when I come around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so three chords, Adam. It's not that you're picking. Tell me. You're not picking three strings from a guitar and playing them. Okay. A chord is a combination of strings that when you strike them, hit a note, right? Sure. So it'll be either A, B, C, D, whatever, all the way to G, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just you take whatever it may be. It might be a, a G, G, C, D combo, something like that. So you just keep playing those three chords during the entire song as the timing okay. goes. That's okay. it. That's the, the, the composition of a, of a punk song. So that's why you could say, but you know what, what and, 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 and again, I could be wrong. But for what I know, of of what little I know about music, that's what that's what three chords is about. So if you're out there still thinking that three, three chords is just three strings that are being played, no, it's not. It's chords because there's people that still don't understand that. Okay. So anyway, so what made this album significant was the lyrical content that went along with those three chords. That's the only way to differentiate yes, from this to that's that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you were a listener of tunes and you were in that teen angst, because I believe the album was built on Billy Joe Armstrong's experiences uh, growing up, uh, sexuality, uh, angst, uh, general experiences as a young, as a teen going into adult, then being a, a, and then they had going into as a young adult. So and they had a huge uh, following. I believe they're from Northern California. So there was that one punk scene that really, really, they were taking off in in California, plus doing all the tours around the states. So you know you would bl- you would you would you would book uh, Green Day and you would get an an, an excellent uh, punk show. You know for what they like. Mm-hmm. You know for what that particular particular okay. crowd likes. Okay. So yeah. So the lyrical content was was what really caught the 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 audience's attention. And again, we're at a time where music was going from, uh, you know, Nirvana came. Well, 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 let's let's go back a little bit further. You got Guns N' Roses, uh, toned down, uh, glam rock. Okay. Can can you agree with me on that? Or sure, or you sure, 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 sure. Nirvana finished <clears throat> polishing off everybody else at that point. They they went down to the bare basics of it. A uh, Dave Grohl, big punk fan. Yeah. And. After that, Metallica brings it up a little bit with Guns N' Roses. They they fight back. You know, I'm talking about not just those particular groups. I'm talking about that kind of uh, spectacle, that kind of music being liked at the time. So then it kind of down down. You're talking about overall popularity overall of these popularity, type of Yes, and then this music. type of music, the music and the copycats that it creates. Sure. So then at this point, it starts dying down. Uh, 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 Kurt Cobain, you know, kills himself, and then you know the pieces are left off, and what's left of rock and roll is this early '90, mid '90s rock and roll, which was this punk from, which is this monster record, which is Dookie. 
So that's you know that's Tommy Martinez's take Man, on the that Dookie. Is a great, that is a great so a lot of insight <laughs> we have there. Well, I mean, my kid was born at the time. I you know this I remember this this time like right now. Plus, I remember just how cool can your record be if it's called Dookie? I know you you, you got to like. Not give a shit. It's like yes, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, what are we doing? You know, what the hell? You know, and and you know, and the producer of of this record is Rob Cavaggio. So, and Rob is you know he produced uh, the likes of Black Sabbath. He's produced the likes of I want to say uh, Eric Clapton, uh, Dave Matthews, uh, Google Dolls. Uh, you know, big Alanis Morissette. So you'd say that he had a big influence on whatever Absolutely, they do in the yeah, studio, yeah, the construction yeah, yeah, yeah. of this album. You know, come, but it comes down like it's, you know, it comes down to, uh, I, I think it was it was the mighty Aaron Epp, you know. Yeah. He, he, what did he share with us? It was that one quote. He says, "There's uh, something about uh, there's 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 great musicians out there. What there isn't is a lot of, you know, opportunity or airplay. I can't remember. I would like to get his quote." To say basically, he's saying, "Look, there's a lot of people out there, but not everybody's gonna make it, you know. But everybody's still making great music, mm-hmm. and this is a case of, you know, of this trio right here, mm-hmm. you know. And then they they went through the backlash, you know. They were they were called sellouts and whatnot. They were still making great records. I think was it American Idiot? Yeah, was a record for theirs as well. That's yeah. an awesome record, man. I know. They've this is not just a one shot deal with them. They've, yeah, they've been consistent for a pretty pretty good portion yes, of time. Yes, yes, you know, I you know I what I remember. One of the strangest things that I remember about uh, Green Day, well, not it's it's a Green Day theme song. When I was deployed, I want to say it was the 101st Airborne's uh, band. Okay, they had a sideshow that they were covering uh, uh, Green Day songs. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Was, that was an add-on to the yeah, show? Yeah, you know, no, they, they were like, they would when they would break up from the regular band playing, whatever it is they did, mm-hmm. they would get together in the evenings in this camp, and they used to play. And I'm, I was walking through the camp, and I'm going, what the hell? This sounds like Green Day, and it was awesome. Hmm. I said, they, you know, obviously, these guys are professional musicians taking off, and it's like maybe, what, five, six, seven, eight musicians up there, even horns. So it was kind of wild, you know, but still, you know, it goes to show you that you could take that kind of music and... And any any musician is able to play it, mm-hmm. you know, a professional, obviously, sure, sure. You know, well trained. So yeah, so it's like one of those great things. So, yeah, but that's yeah, that's the this week's significant album, Dookie, man. Yeah, the, that's a big one. The punk show. We, we I thought we never. <laughs> I, you know, it started did, out without. Did you have this in no, mind? Did it just, just be punk, punk, punk? No, it was. It started to be a Super Bowl show for some reason. I don't know how the hell it came to. Let the, me think the, of a guy with some spiky hair and like, oh yeah, he, he crashes his motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, put Billy Idol there. Yeah, too. not yeah, not my scene. <laughs> No, but you know this is all on the on today's just the way it lines up in history when I'm researching this stuff. So yeah, so yeah. Anyway, let's move on, Adam. Oh, we don't close it out anymore. No, 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 oh, no, we no, no, no. We're not oh. gonna do the deep cuts with you. No, no, <laughs> oh. we're not gonna. Work. Well, I'll make something up. I'll make something up, dude. I was about to get heavy. No, to <laughs> get heavy. Born on this day, Adam. Yeah, oh, we're rounding it up, baby. Vincent Furnier. <laughs> I imagine that's a name for Alice Cooper. No, it's not, Alice, not Coop- Alice Cooper. No, it's not Alice Cooper anymore. It's Grandma Alice. <laughs> <laughs>
Boy Scouts saw to that. <laughs> the Boy Scouts, yeah. It's, Sammy sent me a note that the legions were cracking up over the uh, the grandma story last week. <laughs> so yes, Adam, we do have good legions out there that, wow, that, that. support the stories of yeah. Seventy three today, man. Yeah. Alice Cooper, seventy three, dude. That's he looks crazy. It. He looks it, man. Every, I'm yeah, telling no you. Kidding. He, he even fools the Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt about that. Oh, oh, I love it. Happy birthday, Alice, dude. He's got a new album coming out. You know, he does, Detroit, yeah, yeah. Detroit Stories or something he's been, like that. Yeah, he's been on the news. Oh, I know what this is, Adam. Oh, wow, yes. You know, if we look back at the trends of what songs we play, this one has the most airplay, I think. <laughs> you think? Different versions each time. Happy birthday, Duff McKagan. Oh, Duff. 57. He's one of your top five. Yeah, he's one of my top dudes. <laughs> oh, by the way, on a little side note, Axel also is his birthday. What? They're yeah, the same? Yeah, they're yeah. birthday twins? No, they're not. They're actually oh. not. Uh, Duff McKay was born February the 5th, 1964. He's 57 today. And Axel was born 6 February today in 1960. Deuce, man. He's 58. Brilliant. Yeah, isn't that Two awesome? of our favorites. Yeah. Right so, yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yep. A special mention to Shakira, though. She's also 44. One of last year's uh, Super Bowl performers. We don't have any accompaniment to, for this. Yeah, we gotta the hips on. don't we, lie, man. We, we could put this on here. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> Rick motherfucking James. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. Tell me your titties. I'm Rick motherfucking James. Hold <laughs> oh, my drink, bitch. Oh, shit. Bitch, you know I am? I'm Rick James. Adam, Adam, special yeah. mention to Rick James. Rick man. James? Yes. Having a birthday? Yeah, dude. February the 1st, 1948, dude. Oh, happy birthday, Rick. Yes, he would have. <laughs> Rick James, bitch. He would have been 78, dude. was 73 today. Rick James, <laughs> Oh man, Dave Chappelle, man, Dave Chappelle. Oh, that bit still makes cracks me up, man. Good mix, by the way, Adam. I loved it. It was awesome. It was fun because oh, I had man. to go. Like, I had to go into YouTube and I found like the dry, oh. the dry recording of it without like the crowd, oh. like the the laugh track and stuff yeah, behind it. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. it was clean. Oh, and it was great. Gosh, oh, it was man. Fantastic. Died August the sixth, two thousand and four, man. Yeah. What a damn shame. <laughs> so sad. Super Freak, that's the song to go to on karaoke, by the way. Is it? Yeah, if you want to Is get, it easy to sing? No, it's, it's horrible to sing. And everybody loves it, though. Again, it's just like dancing. Anything after 11 or 12 o'clock, everybody's drunk. So you get up there, you do your thing. So, But if you want chicks to jump on the stage with you, this is the song that you want. Oh, definitely. Because you go, sing it, babes. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. Tell me your titties. <laughs> the chorus, you know, no, not you know, with respectfully though, you know, what I mean, just, Rick James, I mean, yeah, you know, you would just, you would just, hopefully none of that's gonna go on. So was he talking to Janet Jackson? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he was. It's the Tommy and Adam Today podcast birthday number three. Oh, there it is, Adam. <laughs> Loading my Lord of the G-Strings app. Oh, my God, Adam. We're going to jump right into this one. We just cannot. Agent X3. What did he do? What did he come up with? Oh, my gosh. It is G-A. Yeah. B-B-I-F-A-R. 
F-A-R-I-A-S-X. Her name, Adam. Gabriella Farias. That is insane. Vicious. Wow, Agent X3, what a beast. <laughs> he really, he really outdid himself with this no one. No kidding. I mean, right off the top, wow, the first wow, one at the wow. at the top with the, the slinky well, dress. No, no, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know how, uh, uh, what is, what's the one dude that tells James Bond? Q. Is it Q? No, no, the other dude, the guy's in charge. It's M. M is the guy's name. M, okay. M, M. You know how M, you know, sits down with, with, with James Bond and tells him stuff, but James Bond is busy like with money penny and screwing around mm. and he gets yanked up. We had a meeting. Oh, okay. You know, because we had he has to stay underground. He can't be in the public light. Well he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's too busy with all of his the, time yeah, is put with into the, with the lords the searching. Of the, with yeah. the Lords of the G string app, you know, he's that's his his number one tool. The quality has got to be yeah, at the top. So yeah, yeah. So I said, listen, uh, Agent X3, because we have to protect him. Yeah, I we can't let this information get out to the general public. Let me just tell you that meat truck that you gave us last week <laughs> was from Brazil. <laughs> Happy birthday, Adam. Uh, <laughs> we cannot be going to Brazil all the time. We would love, uh, we would love to go to, to Brazil You want him to time. branch out to different yes, areas around yes. the world. I think we even had an American like a month ago, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So you know, he did. He he followed up, and here she is, right here, Gabriella Farias. Jesus, Man. she hails, dude, from the great state of Connecticut, dude. Oh, does she? Yeah, right here from the good old U.S. of A. Man. It says New York underneath her name. No, 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 no. Remember, I go for Gabriella Fax. <laughs> oh, you have more detailed information. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not going to throw me see. out there. You know, yeah, there's a little bit more. That's where her modeling agency is out of. Out of Connecticut? Yes. No, no, no. Out of New York. Out of New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. She has 536,000 followers. By the way, this is a mid-range one. You yeah, know, right, right. Last week, uh, whatever her name was, uh, Matosa, Victoria like, Matosa. Like two or three million. Yeah, she had, and, and, and you know, obviously that's, there was no surprise there. Even with her silly, like, <laughs> Right. Right. So anyway, yeah. So and she has 648 posts, which is pretty good for her okay. following, right? And she follows 995. So she's trying to get herself out there. And by the way, when she says she follows those are the only people she cares about. No, she does care about she, those, those people. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. She probably sells something. Or I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Could be, you know, her business. Anyway, Instagram star who is known for her modeling photos. Again, what were the chances? Mm -hmm. And promotional content, which she shares with over. Uh, it says here 460,000 followers. Did she just jump? She. That's a big leap. Wow. She promotes several brands and companies on her account, including, check this out, mm -hmm. Fashion Nova. Okay. Boutique LA and Bellamy hair, dude. Oh. Yeah, so evidently those are some, <laughs> those are some big deals. I mean, if it's not like sports clips, I don't really know too she much about it. She does have some nice hair, so those uh, hair products must be working pretty well. Yeah, let's go and take a look. Uh, no, no, see, see how, see how Agent X3, he has, the first one is kind of a nightlife. Where she's... <laughs> She's kind of on all, 
All fours there? <laughs> is that the one you're looking at? She was maybe looking for her contacts. I don't know. Yes, that's just true. That's just true. They snapped their picture when she's ready to go. She's in this. The one shoe probably and went underneath the bed. Yes, so she's got to reach yes, under there to yes. get to the shoe. And her camera was probably set on timer. At that moment, caught her at that candid shot. Still, it's a beautiful candid shot. Oh my god, it's beautiful. They just, you know what? The following picture. And this one, she found the boots. Let me see. The boots are actually on. Let me let me take a look. Are you looking at the same set? (laughs) I jumped. (laughs) I jumped already. I jumped already. Oh yes, I see them. Yes. For some reason, I skinned over those boots. I don't know why. Wait, I mean, skipped over those. I didn't skin over that boots. I skipped over those. In the next one, she's highlighting the hair products. You can see that she's uh, actually like checking out the the elasticity of her hair. Yes, the, yes, the, probably, probably the moisture at the at the ends. It probably has to do something with that Bellamy hair or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, there's one where she's smoking. That one, you know, I don't know. Oh, did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was hookah she was smoking. I don't know. Hopefully, it wasn't local weed. <laughs> I can imagine their voices out of. I don't know what it is. But the next the next one after the smoking one is she's on the beach. Finally. Yeah, and. <laughs> And it's a photo dump. Okay, that's what it says. Yeah, it's photo dump. She's oh, dropping all of her photos wow. from the beach. Yes, and on this one, if you enlarge it, she has <laughs> <laughs> she has a big tattoo there on the side. It's a flower. Too. It's a flower? It is. Oh, wow. Very nice white sandy beaches. Maybe yeah. the Caribbean. Does it say uh, where it's at? South Beach, Miami. Oh, the way it's at. a South Beach. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. the, the next, if you swipe over on that series... The next shot okay. is very, very nice. You can get, you can get a lot of shadow. Oh, you can, you can, yeah, you yeah, can see absolutely. The sun is setting. It's uh-huh, like the uh-huh. end of the day. And the moon is coming out. <gasps> it's the werewolf. He's howling already. Oh, it's like it's full yeah. moon. Yeah. Woo, man. Oh, and then at the end, that's a, the the last one is some fashion crap that we don't care about. Mm-hmm. So like her purse or something. Yeah. Yeah. For all the ladies who are listening to this part of the podcast, you know, maybe that part is for you. Yeah. These products are here to help you improve. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And then the the next series, and then her in her series here, we have nightlife again. Well, I'm telling you, Agent X Three really did, did himself on this. Really for real. We, we had a, a lack of nightlife photos yeah. last week. We had the. The gamer, mm-hmm. right, and the cosplayer. Cosplayer, yes. But, Scooby but Doo, of, Scooby Doo, Papa. Not a lot of nightlife stuff happening though. <laughs> Had the brick house music going. <laughs> this is a more delicate, by the way. And if you notice, Adam, in these pictures right here, even though uh, it is nightlife with dresses and whatnot, it's, they still seem to be painted on her. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Did she? You think she bought those dresses a couple of sizes too small? Or she just liked it so much. She said, "Look, this is the one I want. I'm gonna wear it. And that's it." They're very form-fitting. I mean, I think they're they could even be tailored to her exact size. Is what I think. <laughs> anyway, but she does not seem to be that happy. She's not smiling a lot because in these, in these photos. She's very because it's attitude. Stone face. It's stone. It's, it's about attitude, Adam. That's mm. what it's about. So it says here. She says uh, she started uh, sharing her modeling photos through Instagram. In 2016, in August of 2016, that's only been only been doing this for five years. Mm. 
So yeah, she is known for her work on hair and shared an image of her bridal hairstyling through Instagram in August of 2016. Let's see if we can find that. So she's a she's married then? Is that what we're, that what we're saying? No, I think she was just modeling for some kind of a bridal thing. Let me see. Well, there's one she's dressed up as a cowgirl and her uh, and her G-string is kind of like a, I mean, her front G-string is kind of like a cow pattern. <laughs> her her front, front G-string. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Oh, I don't know either. But it's not I don't think I don't think I could get to 2016 because <laughs> I, I went way down and I'm still in 2020. You still haven't seen that bridal thing? Let me see. Let me keep going here. No, no. We'll see. if we stumble upon it, we'll we'll take a look at it. I'm sure she would have made a lovely bride. She is always ready to go. I mean, yeah, she she's just yeah, really looking quite striking. Oh yeah. Her hair is actually fantastic. Hair is something else. Her hair is There's a little bit of a swirl. Janet Jackson thing happening on one uh -huh. side that we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, I can Good. see that. Yeah, yeah. Of Italian heritage, yes. Okay. Italian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Italian and Spanish heritage. I don't know what that means. It's probably a Puerto Rican mix somewhere. Hmm. Let me see. She was born and raised in Connecticut, so she was also raised there as well. All right. Uh, she's associated with... Uh, other models. Let me see. Let me see if there's any shared pics here where she is sharing the spotlight. Where there's one, she's at a mirror. Oh no, that so you, one's not. So you working. do. See, so you do see two women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the same I one. I don't see. I don't see. Uh, no, after that one, there's a lot of them in, in a bikini and lingerie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's this one suit that she's looked like like a 1960s secret agent. Oh, really? Yeah, like from the Avengers. Like cost, or yeah. costumey no, type no, thing. No, 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 kind of like that seven, like the <laughs> 70s vibe. It's like a gray. It's also a nightlife kind of picture. You know, you could actually when she she could go like to the mall like that as well, be turning heads. In other words, her all her vital parts are covered up. Adam. It seems like that in 2020, you know, when we had all the lockdown everywhere, mm -hmm. she spent her time taking a lot of pictures. Oh yeah, and posting. Oh, I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, she is an ambassador for Fashion Nova. Yeah, her website is www.bellabodyx.com, and it features her collection, Adam, that says "Don't be tamed." Oh, really? Because I saw one with a leopard print over here. <laughs> Well, she didn't want to be tamed. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> and that, Adam, is the third birthday today. Wow. We're not going to stay a lot on the third birthday today. <laughs> Thank you, Agent X3. Another successful week, another mission accomplished. Thank you. That was really a fitting addition <laughs> to the list. I would say at the minimum. <laughs> and the proportions were a little bit further down, too. Yeah, that's true. I, compared to last week. Hey, but now speed, it's... We... Hashtag, what the frijoles time! <laughs> Agent X3 said, what? What do you want to... Do you want to communicate to Agent X3? No, no. Oh. We'll, we'll do that privately. <laughs> well, this week we have something from the... Welsh police blotter. And Welsh is uh, England. Yeah, in that area. Wales. Okay. On the British uh, Isle. Let me close out uh, uh, Gabriella. Yeah, you better. You're not going to be able to pay attention to no. anything. <laughs> no. Well, a man has been fined after claiming he drove 300 miles in lockdown to take pictures of planets. Okay. When he was caught with his trousers around his ankles in 
a North Wales lay-by. I'm not sure what a lay-by is, like side of the road type Was of thing. Was he on Instagram? <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, police were Did called. Did have a lotion in hand? <laughs> well, we'll see what he had. Police were called to reports of two men lying on the ground by the side of the road on December 21st. Okay. When they arrived, Philip Petrick, 31, tried to remove one of their face masks and asked, do you want to suck my dick? <laughs> okay. That's what he said to the police officer. That's not what you want to... Is that a quote? That's a quote. It's in quotes. Is so I'm reading it. Okay, that's news. I'm reading it. Okay, that's news. Just, then, for, the, just, for, the, just <laughs> for the listeners. It, <laughs> it was in the news article. Oh, my Jesus. He then <laughs> proceeded to walk around in just his underpants, ignoring any instructions given to him, slurring his speech... And appearing unsteady. So oh, wow. he was probably inebriated at some point. Was he incoherent? He was taken to the police station to sober up, and the following morning said that he had driven from Southampton two days earlier to go camping and do some photography. Okay. Petrick was fined a total of four hundred no, seven hundred and forty-five pounds for being drunk and disorderly, and five hundred pounds for breaching COVID regulations. Wow. The great conjunction with Jupiter. And Saturn okay. was taking place okay. during Petrick's planned stay in North Wales. But that didn't seem to matter to Petrick. All right. He apparently was really hellbent on examining Uranus. What the fuck that's a true story. It was, it was in the thing. Oh, God almighty. What is, I thought it was like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tommy no kidding. Yeah. It was in there, man. Of the week. There's the gong, Adam. The what, gong. What the else gong, is he doing the in the side of the road? Idea. <laughs> no pants on. With another D. No pants on. What are you doing? <laughs> the gong, Adam. The gong. Well, we heard it. For sound oh, of the week. Jeez. Okay, this week, we have something kind of weird, I think. Okay. Uh, the song Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Of course, by Queen. You know it. Yep. Uh, this one is going to be played uh, not by a band of men on stage. Okay. This is going to be played by a fairground organ. Oh, okay. A pneumatic organ from 1905 made by French instrument maker Charles Marenghi. Okay, was that the one that was the uh, was uh, exhibited in the World World Fair? I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. I have no idea. But it's it's like a player piano okay. where it has like a feed where it like these cardboard sheets are just constantly running through this thing, and then the the gaps and the perforations in the cardboard tell the organ to play. Like the ones you see like in the westerns. Like a player piano type thing. Like the ones you see in the westerns. Yes, but this exactly. is for an organ. But this is an organ. We're gonna start kind of. Midway into the okay, song, all right, and we'll all right, see what this sounds I like. I can dig it. Cool. Not pretty neat. And this is all. This is this is all. You're you're away from this player, and this is all happening. Things are moving. Steam is shooting out here and there, and the sound is being emitted. Percussion is happening, and the pneumatics are blowing the horns to make the different notes. So, 
This organ is uh, been programmed for a 70s song for the 1905 machine. Very cool. Brian May's solos, not quite as powerful. <laughs> it's gone when, when it's done through <laughs> when it's done this thing. No, so, but, no, it's it's. Oh wow! That's not too bad. It's not too bad. At the beginning, it sounds like a day in hell at the at the ballpark. <laughs> it's almost nightmarish, really. Yeah. But that ah, was our that's, sound. Of that's the very cool, dude. Absolutely, man. Wow. Is that the kind of like the uh, like the sheets are? Uh, it's the Tommy uh, and Adam hard to name. Kind of like that that uh, grocery so, paper bagish kind. No, of. this this is like all the way behind the machine, and you load. It's like a thicker cardboard, like the back of this okay. uh, trapper keeper type thing or the spiral notebook. Okay. That thicker cardboard, and it has like the cutouts and perforations. And it's probably a little wider than this, probably uh, 14 inches wide, and it just constantly feeds for this whole like six That's minute song. Crazy. It makes all those notes. Like, yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> I don't we're up to the motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker, yeah. Who's going first near you? It's entirely up to you. Okay. We can do it any which way. Well, okay, then, shoot. Let me go eat first. We could, uh, since this week we didn't have anything, we'll do two motherfucking this yeah. week. <laughs> Is that good enough? Yeah, let's do it. It's a Super Bowl weekend. And even though COVID may deter some party goers, there are still those who won't give a shit and will attend one of the famous beer and nacho-fueled bashes. With that event will come guests. With those guests will come the ones who for some reason should not be let out of their houses, much less invited to any social gathering. But for some reason, be it friendship, family ties, kindness, stupidity, or even maybe masochism, they end up in your homes. In honor of such festivities, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Holy Finger of Judgment, will point to Super Bowl Party Assholes! <laughs> oh my god. What are we in store for here? Oh my god. <laughs> Why don't you, that, the intro's good enough. <laughs> Why we, we have to see what this is about. What, what, what was this well, going to be doing? You just heard the intro, right? Yeah. It just says, you know. It's gonna. It's Super Bowl weekend. I think we've already hinted to that through the show, other than the punk stuff, right? You must have series of judgments that you must know, be made. I'm, it's, it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Finger, holy! It's the holy finger of judgment. It's the first appearance of the, of the holy finger of judgment, Adam. That's like big for like a comic book, you know. It's the first. Oh. It's the first appearance of the holy finger. <laughs> it's these assholes that come to your house that shouldn't be there to begin with, and for all those reasons, they end up being there. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Mainly relatives and oh. really, <laughs> really close family members. <laughs> so okay. we're gonna okay. we're gonna plow through a few of these. We're just gonna sure. get, we're just gonna do five of them. I yes. think it's five or four. I can't remember Let's right now. Anyway, the first one. Yes, it's the t-shirt loser. Okay. Okay. Now you know who this guy is, right? It's that one guy whose team hasn't won a significant game in the past 25 years, but he still shows up to your house to distract everybody because what are they going to be doing? They're going to be abusing this fool. Mm -hmm. And what does he say? 
next year. <laughs> There's always hope. He's There's the always next, next year. He is the next year guy. <laughs> you know, he's 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 delusional. It's been next year for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you know, again, he goes in there. He, he he's the first thing he's he's super noticeable. is like uh, the Chiefs and the the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers yeah. This guy will show up like in I don't know some whoever the loser was this year in that T-shirt. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you right. know that better than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Yeah, no. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> big losers. That would be you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the the first one. So, you know, he's, he he just ruins the, the 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 moment. You know. Right. And the second dude is, okay, the Wi-Fi hog. Oh, he comes in. The first thing he does, say, hey man, let me get your Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that what he does? You know this asshole, don't you? Oh my you? god, I hate this guy. <laughs> he sometimes he even shows up with a laptop. Oh, this ass. <laughs> Not just with his phone. <laughs> the first guy I could deal with, this guy. This guy needs to go. <laughs> he starts searching stats. You that's like like stats like from 17,000 years ago. It's like what the hell? The Romans played football? What shit is this? You know what I'm saying? You know, and then he slows down your bandwidth, you know what oh, I'm I saying? Oh, I know. Cuz we don't have like regular cable now. We got like streaming services. Yeah, and so God, he's going to slow that down. And God forbid he's like if your immediate neighbor, you know he's going to go to his house taking your Wi-Fi password. Oh. And then he's going to give it to that. everybody in his house and the whole deal. And worst of all, dude, yeah. He's messing up with the little lady's uh private viewing in her room or wherever she's at in the house going away from all these drugs. And he's probably downloading illegal porn. <laughs> he's probably there. As, as the little lady's watching longschlongs.com. <laughs> the next asshole Adam. Yeah. yeah. Is the bring along. Oh, somebody extra? Oh, no. Somebody that you didn't want in your house, but they're going to show up with somebody else. Let me tell you, man. Super Bowl parties are testosterone-filled events, dude. You know what I'm saying? Usually intended for the macho types and the little lady who could probably out-wrestle a gorilla. (laughs) Wow. It's not a wedding that you were invited to, so why would you bring your wife that has no freaking Uh. idea of what's going on? And all she's going to do is complain there and look at everybody, right? It's crazy. So, you know, anyway, and even worse if he brings his three month old. Oh, no. That's going to be crying. And the four year old that's just fucking everything up. At These the are house. all you know violations, big time. <laughs> the door, the host open, the host open, there's just said, oh, shit, voila, there they are right there. There goes the rest of the evening. <laughs> the bring alongs, keep everybody at the house, dude. Please, you please know, do. Now, you know this guy coming up, his second, uh, he's the second to last one of the five, okay? All right. He's the couch camper. Okay. Do you know who the couch camper is, Adam? He finds the best angle to the TV or or the most accessible to the snacks. He's right by the snacks. He's hogging the snacks. Or he's dead on center in the TV. It's not his TV, but he's watching that TV. You and know he's got the perfect angle. No know, glare. No glare know. where he's sitting. And usually he's a pretty big dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he wants to know, yes, right, where are the snacks and the beer so he can, you know, he doesn't have to move too much. Oh, and by the way, to for him to be able to move a little bit freely, he comes in pajamas of his favorite team. <laughs> well, he wants to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and this why, is an asshole. And why, and why is he the couch camper? Because sometimes he falls asleep, all right? And in the madness of that is the Super Bowl, Everybody's gone, and this guy crashes all night at your house, and you wake up the next day, dude, to get some coffee, and there he is. So you better have a snoring you, away. You better store up on your sharpies, and you can draw penises on his face. 
dude, and the last one of the five. Okay. This is the champion, okay? Okay. This is the champion of the Super Bowl party assholes, okay? Good. The shrapnel shitter. Oh. <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone into your kitchen and eaten all your good cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's offloaded in your toilet. Oh. <laughs> this is the guy that doesn't miss a single Taco Tuesday, all right? Oh, no. And on top of that, he's already filled up before he got there. And you know what? Everything this guy eats is what? Spicy and super hot. <laughs> and if that is not enough, he brings his own bottle. This is the guy, dude. You know what I'm saying? And when he sits down in the porcelain, dude. And, you, and look, you, you could walk by in the hallway outside of the bathroom, and it sounds like somebody's just throwing stew into a bucket. Just. <laughs> that is so good. Party assholes. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go into that bathroom. You know, you can put up that, what is it, that nuclear sign outside once that guy goes in there. Yeah. The shrapnel help. shitter, man. You can't beat that, dude. All right. You want he, to do... is, he is numero uno. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, he's definitely top of the list. You want to do uh, Motofokaria number two? We'll do, let's go. We, I don't think we could go any lower. Wait, number two, so to speak. <laughs> we can't go any lower. The stage is set for Super Bowl 55. As the Tampa Bay Buccaneers prepare to battle the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. The headline matchup pits the best quarterback of today in Patrick Mahomes against the greatest of all time. Six-time Super Bowl champion, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Hundreds of millions of dollars will be wagered on this game. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast's chief handicapper, Tommy Martinez, is going to provide the Sharp Insider's best bets just in time for the big game, free to subscribers. Grab pen and paper, jot down these picks, and call your bookie right away. Adam, you would have to pick me, the guy who knows the least about... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the secret. See... I think people know that you're not a huge football fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you are a fan of people and environments and uh, the the social Okay, okay, yeah. And yeah, and yeah. things that I'll, happen I'll things that happen that, yeah. things that happen around the game. I'm one of the Super Bowl party assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't mentioned in any of these five categories. Well, well let me put some mood mood music on. All here. right, okay. We anyway, good deal. Um we have five selections, five bets. That'll be made okay. outside of the game. Okay, okay, okay. So first, everybody bets the coin toss. The coin toss. Heads, tails. Here's the history on that. Seven of the last eight games, all tails. Well, seven of eight. But tails never fails is a, a slogan that is told quite often. Tommy, which way do you go? Heads, heads or tails? Heads. You're going against the grain. I'm going against, against the grain. Against the grain. Absolutely. I have marked it down. Heads, definite winner this year. Let's start it off early. Is that the Robin Hood app? <laughs> <laughs> number number two on the broadcast. Okay, dokey. Beginning with the CBS crew. Okay. Jim Nance, Tony Romo. Which will be said first? COVID or pandemic? Which word will be uttered first? That's a toughie. I'm going to tell you, COVID is by far a favorite. But you can earn good money. A $100 bet 
If you say pandemic, we'll earn you $250 a win. Let me if you say you. COVID, that $100 bet will only earn you $25. I don't watch CBS News, so usually these writers... Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> I've heard a lot about uh, these times of the pandemic, and then COVID usually is cited as the reason of the pandemic. I'm gonna go with the gonna go with the with the pandemic. You're gonna say course. pandemic. Yes, yes. That is the long shot choice, but a definite winner this year since Tommy Martinez has named it mm. as such. All right, question number three. The, what, Ve- the Vegas board is exploding right what now. What color Gatorade will be poured upon the winning coach? Among your choices, orange, which is the favorite, red. Lime, green, or yellow, that's all one selection. Clear or water, blue or purple as the long shot. Which one do you think? This is a Wichita-based podcast, so Mm -hmm. the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, which can't do the tomahawk, I believe. (laughs) Oh, yeah, probably not. So we're going to give them at least the red Gatorade. Okay, now listen. I'm going to give you history. All right. Orange is the favorite because it has been yes. used five times in the past. Okay. The, the most among all the other ones. All right. Red has never been splashed upon a coach. Oh, wow. But it is the second most popular. It is the second favorite right behind orange. Be- I'm going to tell you. I mean, it's, You're going to go with red. I'm going to just because of the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I want to stay local even though I don't give three shits about football. I want to stay local. I want to support Mahomes. And mm. and those guys. Okay, red it is. And since their coach, I believe, so one of their coaches just ran over some people too, this past a uh, couple of hours ago. No, what was it? Hey, Saturday? Yeah, last night. Like Billy Idol, just ran into somebody. Yeah, I think he said, yeah, there were some children involved. It's a really oh, wow. sad deal. So Damn. we're gonna stick with Kansas City on that one because they red. need they need the support. Okay. For question number four: <clears throat> Will the game be delayed? At any point. Are, are we going to check this like next week? By yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. <laughs> Will the game be delayed by Antifa, MAGA, protest of some sort? Will some protest delay the game at some point? Well, okay, I'm going to go. I am going to go with, since Antifa is supposed to mean anti-fascist. Yes. There won't be any fascists there that I know of. At least not publicly announced. Okay. So that's out. This is a big stage. You can make a a big, big, uh, yeah, big splash yeah, yeah, for yeah, your yeah. whatever you're trying to support or destroy. We are in Florida. Yes. And Florida was a big MAGA. Uh, matter of fact, they have like supermarkets out there that that are blowing off the uh, codes of uh, like mask and whatnot. The, oh, you, the COVID they can just, protocols. They yeah. can just do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy was in the news this week. Mm, I don't know. I, you know what? I think the nation is in time of healing. Oh, I'm gonna say, at least in the uh, initial uh, phases of the healing and unity process, I'm gonna say zero. Whoa, no, zero, pro- no protest. delay due yes. to protest of any sort. Yes. And I'm going since football is super, super secure. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the reason why. <laughs> all right. Keep the maniacs All up. right, our final question. On all sides. And this is why I was conducting research earlier. Okie dokie. At any point of the broadcast, will there be nudity? And nudity will be described as nipple, not areola. Areola is fine. Nipple, it must be nipple, or uh, th- up to three inches of butt crack. 
Mm, or that, that's a toughie. Or full cooter or man sausage. <laughs> I'm going to disregard full cooter and man sausage. Okay. That's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, especially since they're running on a delay. <laughs> okay. For sure. All right. So those that's out. Who's performing this weekend is The Weekend. The Weekend. Yeah. Let me think here some weekend videos. Have I seen hot chicks on those? He's got to have a, a series of dancers. Probably scantily clad. We're in Florida. We're dancing. We're trying to make a spectacle. I'm going to say butt cracks is going to be. You're going to say there's going to be a yes. bit of nudity. Yes, yes. Just a tad bit. Just a tad. Just a tad. Not enough. <laughs> oh, oh, but would that go to, it's not going to qualify? Oh. Is it going to measure three inches? Mm. If it doesn't measure three inches, then it's a no. Oh. This is very strict protocol. I'm still going to go with it. I'm going to take a chance. You're going to say yes? I'm going to go really way out Ooh. on that one. You never know, man. You have... Tommy Martinez's selections for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> and is that our motherfuckeria? That's our motherfuckeria. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to podcast. <laughs> motherfuckeria of the week. <laughs> this is see, this is the show we needed freaking Tim on, man. I'm telling you right now. He's a football dude. I'm going to add him to whatever we do. All this crap we've already done. <laughs> We'd be here for six hours. <laughs> But that's the deal, man. I mean, it's like, it's tough, but you know, yeah, that's a good one, Adam. Yeah, that was really good, man. All right. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if to throw the dice on this or what. We'll man. check your scores. Okay. <laughs> Next week. Oh, we're going to start wrapping it up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> good times, bad times. Ooh, it's time to go. Saturday is here, dude, and it's going to be cold, so. Yeah. Let's see if I could take my bass class this today, I believe. I'm going to try. Is that out of schedule for you? Yeah, dude. This week was just, just a little too crazy. Oh, so you didn't hit a uh, not Not on Tuesday. This week? No, I, I went ahead and, hmm. and, and kind of postponed it. I was, we were still recovering from the family weekend kind of deal. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I mean, Aaron's a cool dude. So, the mighty Aaron Epps. So, we're going to go ahead and say hi to him, dude. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. So, bad times, dude. You got Bad times. I guess, right. I'll, I guess I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Some, uh, well... We haven't brought up China yet, so, so now's the time. I was hoping you wouldn't. Now's the time. Some Chinese officials have rolled out a whole new way to test for COVID-19, and it entails bending over and spreading them, something we can now see in a test run. The guy dips the swab in a saline solution, standard practice for this methodology, and inserts the cotton end into the hole. Gets in there pretty deep, an inch or so for the best results, they say. And then it gives a nice little twist for good measure just before pulling out and putting in a plastic sample tube. Yes, these are anal that swabs. That is so gross. <laughs> While some Chinese experts insist the anal swab test oh. is much more accurate at detecting the coronavirus, a lot of people aren't too happy about the surprise screenings they're being subjected to at airports in parts of northern China, including the country's capital of Beijing. Oh, word is... <laughs> This is not a countrywide mandated test, but it seems like some provinces are running it on their own terms, and as they see fit, folks don't appear to have much say in the matter. <laughs> if they, it's, it's if they, China. Sus what do they, what if do they suspect someone is exposed, they can request it. They can e either administer it to you on the spot, <laughs> or let you keep your dignity, <laughs> and sometimes let you do a self-test in the privacy oh, of a room <laughs> before they cut gosh, you loose. Gosh, man, that's. <laughs> 
So anal swabs. That's horrible. That. Coming to a Walgreens near you. And our guys complain <laughs> about TSA. <laughs> Ooh, my bad times was wasn't that that it was less bad than that. You oh. know, if I would have done bad times, it was yeah, Kansas ranked among the top five most boring states oh. in, in America. <laughs> no, we'll go with the anal swabs no, we'll, for that we'll one. We'll go with the we'll keep it at that. Uh, good times, Adam. It's football. Uh, thank God. Football su- Super Bowl weekend related, Adam. Oh, good, dude. Oh, it's awesome. It. It's great news. Okay. Adam. Yes. Do you know TV channel Univision? Yeah. Yeah. I think just today my daughter was required by her grandmother to record something on Univision. <laughs> some uh, novella oh, of the evening. So yes. You being a Latino... Uh, <laughs> Aggregate. <laughs> Associate. <laughs> you know of the importance that uh, that Univision is to uh, the Latino community. Absolutely. You know, and all, everything that is Latino, macho, and everything else, but they're mainly known for their proponency, their fight for justice of the immigrant community. Okay. Namely, illegal immigrant, but still, you know. Okay. This bastion of justice, it announced... Strip clubs in the Tampa Bay area will reopen for Super Bowl weekend. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Our national nightmare is over. (laughs) Just in the Tampa area. Just for the Super Bowl people who are able to go and visit strip clubs. Now, be it with protocol, uh, COVID protocols in place, by the way. Do we get lap dances? Listen to this. Mass, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. If you are planning on tipping, Adam. Oh, just a tip? (laughs) Just, just, Just tipping. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to need some latex gloves. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the news wasn't that a clear of how uh, laptops. Uh, laptops. <laughs> <laughs> Lap dances were going to go, my main man. So okay. We but yes. <laughs> Everything that is macho about football, ladies and the whole deal did. Yes, the Tampa Bay area will be catering towards it. <laughs> Maybe you have to lay plastic sheeting over your <laughs> over your lap. Bad time. <laughs> or some of that. What is it? Uh, uh, hazmat suits or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Those strippers must be rusty. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. Man, it's incredible. I couldn't believe it. It's like, you know, what the hell? <laughs> Univision, all right. <laughs> and they had silhouettes and the whole deal. I, was, I came out yesterday. My wife was watching, uh, what was it? It's that program, El Golder and La Flaca, the fat dude and the skinny chick. Okay. That was the show it was on. That's so, a show? Yeah, that's wow. what it's, uh, it's incredible. Sounds it was, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lied. I'm sure a lot of people like that in Adam, 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 man, Jesus. Do, do we have anything else, Tommy? Dude, I have nothing else, okay. my man, man, nothing else. Okay. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this uh, podcast. We really appreciate it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Keep in mind, life is not that serious. It is not. Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard Name Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast app. Castbox and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. 
I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Remember to play it often, play it loud, but play it. We'll leave you today with Chickenfoot, Crazy Little Thing. February the 6th, 2021. I'm Rick James, bitch. Tell me your titties. <laughs> <laughs>